Hey buds, today we're like two kids in a candy store as we smoke these classic cannabis cultivars. We cover news stories ranging from a bullshit ban on backwoods to a cannabis product that needs to be bumped out. And a conversation about combat in our new favorite movie with our good bud Isaac. All this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's chill out. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 36, airing Monday, May 10th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thank you for joining us. And before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all of our other ones. Go check out their links down below in the description, and we'll talk more about them later. So, Curtis, how you doing today, man? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. I I mean, I woke... I, I haven't done shit today. Fuck. <laughs> I just, like, I woke up, had the stoner breakfast of champions, you know, bon- bongs bong, and coffee. Yeah. Bongs and coffee, yeah. Bongs and coffee. Um... I, I'm I'm here, I guess. Well, there you Shit. go, man. Good enough. All right. Um. Good to have a lazy I, day every now and then. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. And how, yeah. how about you, Shank? What What did you do today? Well, I did my usual uh, podcast station shenanigans of running around like I usually do. Picked up some really awesome cannabis uh, for the for the show today, uh, for the buds to uh, hear about later on. And, uh, yeah, man, I didn't really do too much, but it was a nice day. I was very relaxed. Uh, things have been finally quieting down a little bit, uh, here on the Shank Homestead. So, um, right. thankfully, yeah, thankfully. Not too much running around and everything. So, yeah, that's no, good. things have been th- settling down a little bit. So, I'm very thankful for that. Um, but, right. uh, it, good day overall, man. Can't oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. As for me, I got my, uh, strains last week as I, uh, let everybody know when I went over to Breeze. So, yeah. yeah, I've kind of had a little bit of a lazy week just chilling out, relaxing. No, that's fantastic, man. That's good to be able to, you know, on the podcast recording day, actually be able to sit back and relax. It's yeah, it's nice, man. But um, I would love to get on with the episode. But before we do, I do need to remind the buds at home to check out our Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook for some great behind-the-scenes stuff and funny content. Actually, in fact, on our Facebook page, we recently started a group where you can go and share your memes and your comments and stuff. Um, you can go to the Good Buds podcast page. Links below in the description. Um, and uh, we got some funny buds over there who are sharing some funny memes right now. We got Josh. Isaac is sharing some funny memes that he's making. That's true. And and lots of you buds are interacting and giving us those thumbs up, those likes. You know, just letting us know what you you know just communicating with us, and it feels great. We love having back and forth conversation with you buds. So check out those links downstairs for the Facebook and the Instagram and for the Twitter because we share awesome stuff. But we also have a Discord link down there. You click on that, and we have our Discord channel where we talk, you know, go on daily, check in. It's a bit of a ghost town right now, but if you buds go on there, you can blow that place up with conversation, and we will join in and love every moment of it. Links exactly. downstairs. Talk with us, share your memes, share photos of the nugs that you got. We would love to see <sighs> it. See and, if you, and if you like what we're doing and you want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon page, and you can donate there. We have several tiers that you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are down below. You can join our other awesome patrons, such as Isaac. Again, membership, it starts as low as a dollar. Again, just yeah. that little bit will give us enough of our love for you and attention. I mean, we love you anyway. Just <laughs> let us know. 
it's true just it's true. comment and anywhere and we'll probably be like loving you for a couple weeks yeah no no matter how unhealthily you fans, yeah no matter how you buds try to interact with us we will appreciate every single interaction our patreon is obviously a great way to do it because then you have a direct impact on how the direction of the show goes because the more patrons we get the better our content can get um and i'm not saying once again that isaac might be lonely on the list or anything like that but he might be we don't care enough about his feelings to ask him so uh, um, I think you guys, you guys should check in with them. Join the Patreon list at a dollar, like Curtis said. Check on on him and see how he's doing. But uh, Curtis, should we get on with reviews, bro? Yes. All right. Good bud review, good bud. <laughs> so, Curtis, what are you burning today, man? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some bubblegum gelato. Nice. Bubblegum gelato is a very, very gorgeous hybrid strain with leaning a little bit more towards the indica uh at a 60 40 ratio approximately <clears throat> now this strain that i have today is grown by hymen cannabis uh hymen or hymen yes <laughs> yeah it's spelled it's, more like it's, hymen it's exactly so, it's spelled more it. like hymen so yeah, let's uh, go with that. now this is a combo of an unknown bubblegum strain and gelato number 44 so nice. it, it uh, bubblegum strain from indiana or something like that they don't not entirely sure some what we are sure what we are sure of though is that it is lab tested at 23.227 percent thc mm. and it has a total cannabinoid or it has cannabinoids totaling at 25.57 percent some nice little lab testing and some numbers for the math nerds out there nice. now speaking of some math i did smoke some of this gelato all the way back in our second episode Yep. So if you want to go back quite a few moments back long in time. Long time ago. Long time ago. Approximately 34 episodes back. There's yeah. more of you math nerds out there. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. It's a long time back. And frankly, I love doing that every now and then, going back, checking those old episodes, because they, you know, it's it's it shows the masterpiece that we've got now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this bubblegum gelato is a gorgeous medium-sized nug, very well-trimmed and tightly packed nice rounded off a little bit different than the nugs that we had on our last episode which was a little bit more natural looking uh it has a semi-dense yet soft to the touch uh feel to it but strangely enough they're more snappy i guess would be a good word for it hmm. like when you break them off like rather you kind of like you would expect it to be like a slough like peel off the nug or something like that but rather it's more like a just a little snap off <laughs> Nice, like a nice clean break. Yes. The color is a mix of light, light green, forest green, this deep, dark emerald, and bits of almost lime green, I guess. Hmm. So just this whole mixture of different shades and uh, posteriors of green, really. Uh, it has this, it's covered in this nice coating of those very beautiful reddish-orange hairs. Uh and it's finished off with a very sugary coating of crystals that just fall off and speckle off and just give a nice shine and sheen to it. Nice. That nice little chandelier effect. A little shimmer. Exactly. Love it. And other things that I love are the smell. Speak of that smell. Oh, that is beautiful. And I want to strap that to my face forever. <laughs> it is put, an hide some under your mask when you're out in public. <laughs> exactly just dump that in and just fucking use that as my ventilator it is an extremely fruity scent like very citrusy and cherries at first it's very broad with it 
very sweet. But afterwards, it's a very broad diesel and kind of like Kush scent afterwards. So you get like that nice herbal, broad, gassy, fruity, yes, scent. <laughs> it's not a, and the best part is it's like blueberry muffins and gasoline. No, not exactly, but it's not pungent, but it's very potent though. So yeah. it doesn't like reek too bad, but when you smell it, you're smelling it. And I would suggest oh, keeping this stashed away because you want to keep you want it to keep its scent, not yeah. because, you know, you want or it'll smell and other people will hear it, smell it or whatever. It's because oh, you it's want so the loud scent. And they'll hear it. <laughs> exactly. You want to fucking keep the scent in for your benefit and for your yeah. sake. Luckily, mine comes in this really nice resealable fucking cool ass bag. It's adorable as hell. Exactly. As you can see right there on our uh, little thing. If you're watching our YouTube video, you can see it. Or if you're following us on Instagram. But more on that later. Shank, you got to let people know. <laughs> what it is you are smoking on first well this week i am going to be burning on the ever lovely lemon skittles skittles yeah not not to be confused with skittles which is a brand name trademark owned by a company this is lemon skittles which is completely unrelated um and uh, so yeah take that instagram copyright strikes but uh last week's episode for more details but anyway um it's a hybrid sativa which um frankly sounds really awesome because this one was grown by namaste i've had some of their cannabis before in the past um this uh and uh it's a cross of las vegas lemon skunk and skittles which obviously you and i both know curtis that gelato and skittles are two of the like oh, huge yeah. huge strains they're becoming absolutely huge. Everyone is becoming every stoner nowadays is becoming more familiar. Like a with, like a modern like a modern Northern Lights. A modern a modern Northern Lights and OG Kush. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Like these are the the strains that people are going for. They're trying to get them. So I'm stoked that we've got them this week. Now the look of these nugs, man, it's really interesting because for something that's named after lemon skittles, it really looks a lot closer to the orange skittles. Because because when you look at these nugs, the entire outside is coated in a thick layer of brown-orange red hair slash crystal. It looks almost like someone took red hair and crystal and, like, mulched it up and then sprayed it over the outside of the entire nug with an air sprayer. Um, it, it looks really good. Um, now, it gives it a really cool glow. Like, when you hit it with light, it has this, like, aura. Um, actually, I believe one of the pictures that I took that should be, you know floating around us, as Curtis said, uh, more on that later, um, basically will, you know, like, it's glows, which is beautiful. Um, the inside of it is where the green is at. It's got a light green kind of olive kind of tone on the inside of it when you snap it open, but aside from that, it is orange, which is, I mean, there are orange Skittles, but the smell it's is annoyingly I, orange. It's annoying. Yeah, it's annoyingly orange. Ah, <laughs> yes. References for days. But um, basically, um, this the smell though is where the lemon comes into play though, because. Oh man, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, it's a lemon, and very sweet candy scent. Like we're talking confectioner's sugar candy immediately. Um, it has a little bit of a peppery note hiding in the background of it, like of the scent, but it, it gives it a strange quality, which is interesting, but it's very, very quickly eclipsed by that citrus scent that just punches through everything. It's like, nah, fam, I've, I've had enough of this. 
Total eclipse of citrus. Yeah, total eclipse of citrus. Um, but yeah, man, honestly, it's it smells absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to try it. But here's where that mention of Instagram and YouTube comes into play because our buds should go check us out on Instagram at Good Buds Podcast, where we will be show, showing pictures of these lovely nugs that we're talking about right now for them to take a look at if they don't feel like going to our YouTube channel, which is just crazy because our YouTube is awesome. You and should we have be these, there, and you should be yeah. subscribed to that because we have other content coming exactly. out. Exactly, well. we got yeah, we got amazing content on there that we pop out. We got a, these obviously every week. The podcast comes up that Curtis edits, and uh, you can see the nugs floating behind us as we talk about them, which is really really cool because you can just kind of hear us talk, see them there, visual aids, um, without aids. But anyway, um, <laughs> so it's amazing. Check it out. Subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. At Good Buds Podcast, we post all kinds of really cool shenanigans just there. follow on everything, you know, just be everywhere. And speaking of following on everything, I have mm-hmm. my own Instagram. It's over yeah. at Good Buds Curtis. I smoke bong hits and, you know, show her back your behind-the-scenes stuff to me editing the YouTube video. It's pretty cool. Hopefully you check it out. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't show his backside, though, folks. You're going to have to subscribe to his OnlyFans for that. But we do have uh, also Good Bud Shank podcast or Instagram page where I go on. I post videos of me smoking cannabis, listening to elevator music. It's really kind of strange, but I would love if you buds would go check it out and click that follow button on all three of these accounts. We share all kinds of insane stuff, and you buds will love to see it. Exactly. Yeah, that's how the I think. All of that, it's finally time for the moment I've been waiting for, at least. I have a bong packed right here, Shank. Yeah, me, sir, me, yeah. me, sir, me, sir, <laughs> me, sir, me, sir. I got this bubblegum gelato, and I have been waiting for it. Oh, man, I'm so I stoked. literally just that. opened the package just to take some pictures beforehand, and I'm smoking it right now. Oh, yes. <clears throat> All right, yeah. buds. So, as always, I have my bong packed. I hope you at home have your bong packed, your bowl packed, your joint rolled, your blunt rolled, your vapes ready, your rigs ready, and your edibles should already be baked by now. If not, you are super fucking lazy. Get on your shit. But with all that, <laughs> let us bu- 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 blaze it. Tok tok shkaboke. Tok shkaboke. Holy ever-loving Christ. Okay, Curtis, brother. How's that treating you today, brother? Okay. So it's a very soft (laughs) smoke, but there's a large amount of it. Very... Yeah, you're still breathing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So it creeps in with numbness from the back of the throat. Mm. By a very full hit. The flavor itself is very sweet, cherry, kind of berry flavors, a little bit of the citrus. It has this slight creamy vanilla flavor as well. That's kind of like soothing a <laughs> bit. But after all of that, it has this kush flavor that blends together the entire thing. Whew. All in all, it's not like rough, but it's okay. So it's smooth at first. <laughs> it's smooth all the way down through. But then it gets slightly rough on the lungs. Yeah. Like it so feels like after the fact. It feels like oxygen is leaving my body right yeah, now. Hol- hollows you out a little bit. Exactly. But it's still good. Fucking mm. and I'm still probably gonna be dumb enough <laughs> to smoke another hit of this right about now. But Shank, how's that lemon skittles tasting? Well, honestly, man, um it tastes like lemon pepper right off the get go, which is interesting. Mm. Um because I didn't note that pepper scent before, but the the 
the taste was very very pungent but and, and smoke obviously off the initial hit but it's gonna smell like smoke when or taste like smoke when you're smoking something um but it is the candy like taste that i've ever gotten from cannabis like ever it's like and when i say most candy like i mean that the aftertaste is 100 percent lemon skittles and it's weird as hell but i love it like it tastes like i just ate a handful of lemon skittles about like a minute ago and you know it's just now kind of like you know fading away in my mouth but it's still there very like i haven't had anything no. since and it's really weird man it's weirding me out but i love the hell out of that it's so cool that's interesting as hell no, I like it, man. It's really interesting. It's it. Uh, frankly, I mean, I'm excited to burn more of this. I really want to. But before we do, obviously, we got to check what it says on the review sites, right, Kurt? That is correct. As always, these are the online opinions of other stoners online, and we are other stoners online giving our opinions to the online. Opinions. Ha 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 ha! Fuck yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the bubblegum gelato appears to have a weird hybrid. Uh, combination of effects to it mm-hmm. it's creative and uplifting while also being relaxing and euphoric uh it's it's good for a loss of appetite chronic pain nausea and stress so it's good for if you can't eat it's good for if you have pain it's good for if you have brain pain it's good for if you got stomach pain brain it's good pain for is all my your favorite kind of pain to smoke weed for exactly <laughs> i get a lot to that <laughs> I got some brain damage, damage, damage. Yeah. So anyway, spin, but the hamster ain't dead, or the ha- hamster ain't there anymore. <laughs> it went See? out for tacos. Yeah, it went out for tacos. Um, speaking of which, the strain does have a slight bit of munchies and dry mouth. As I said, it's good for lack of ap- for lack of appetite. So, mm. of course, you're gonna want to eat something. Yeah. But as always, we are paired stoners. We are seasoned. Mm. We have our drinks. We have our snacks. Garlic, garlic powder. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and yeah, no, he's absolutely not wrong. We're always prepared, like, always. But, Shank, what is it saying about your strain? Well, the uh, lovely Lemon Skittles um, is saying that it is a very sativa-ish strain, obviously. It's very, very dominant in the sativa side because it's happy, uplifting, euphoric, and high energy. Um, it's apparently great for relaxing or getting shit done because it's not a low-focus strain, which is really great. I love high-focus strains. Um, and, uh, doesn't say any munchies or dry mouth to speak of as any of the side effects or any of the, uh, you know, potential, uh, risks, but as Curtis said, we are always prepared. I have beverage right there, I have snacks right there, and I am absolutely prepared to burn more of this and see what it does to me. I am as well, and because we are prepared, I have a joint rolled up right here, ready to burn. Dude, so do I. Wow. Man, we are always prepared. Absolutely. I think and... we got ice on that rolling room. Exactly. But another part... <laughs> that is a new tradition that we like to do here at the good buds podcast is of course taking a nice little dry hit of our joints and trying to see if we can get some extra flavor profile before we blaze good buds asmr moment yeah man i'm not it's it's not bad, but I'm not getting too much extra off of it. Like I'm getting a bit of the uh, fruitiness, kind of like a yeah. bit of like the uh, citrusy, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of a bit of the cushy flavor, but for the most part, it's all very loose and light. Yeah, mine I can is definitely a... still sm- smell the strain through the paper, but oh yeah, 
Yeah. No, yeah, my, mine is actually, uh, it's fairly similar. I'm not getting a whole heap load of different flavors than I kind of got from the bong hit there, like, but just much, much, much more subtle. Uh, barely noticeable, uh, really. Um, I do get a bit of the candy-ish confectioner sugar kind of taste through, like, on the low end of it, but... Um, I, I don't, I'm not getting the flavor, full flavor that I'm, that I'm looking for out, out of it, but it does taste good and it is, you know, it does have some good terpenes oh, and yeah. as you said, I can smell it through the paper. And so but I get to, I think we know what joints were exactly meant for and I That's think right. we should get to it because That's it is right. 420 somewhere. Hopefully all of Let's our buds at our home. legs. Wait. Oh, different, jo oh, different joints. The, sorry, different joints. Different, different neat, joints. Okay. <laughs> no. But hopefully our buds at home have their joints rolled, their blunts rolled, their bonks packed, their bulls packed, their rigs ready, whatever the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Get your, your proper shit. medical receptacle ready. Let us blah, 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 blaze it. Tuk -tuk -tuk -tuk. <sighs> okay. Once again. All right. Um... I gotta Funny wait enough, for a Curtis, second. I'm gonna blow your mind. What up? I think this might be a bong weed. You can't tell on the YouTube video, but my eyes just got extremely wide. Yeah, he's because that's normally a very shocking that's... thing for me because we've we actually discussed, I believe, a few episodes ago how I I tend to think that cannabis most of the time is a joint weed because but I in reality you loved, just I like... love joints. You just like smoking weed out yeah, of joints. I love joints, right? So typically, you... traditionally, I just... But this one, honestly, it's good. It tastes good. And don't get me wrong, I'm not disappointed. With the flavor, I am getting a good flavor profile. And the aftertaste is still delicious. I'm still getting that delicious sugary kind of candy flavor. But it doesn't have the impact and the aftertaste. Like, the aftertaste of the bong hit, when I took that bong hit... And the aftertaste, it was fucking handful of Skittles. It was like handful right. of Skittles, powerful taste. Or lemon or Like lemon, like but that's that. what I mean. Like, But I mean, no, specifically the lemon Skittles. Like, I, I even say that specifically because it's like, you gotta have, like, it actually matches very similar to the flavor profile of a lemon Skittles. Like that artificial, fake-ass, candy lemon Skittles flavor. And it's so right. weird, man. And But, it, like, through the bong, I got that. But through the joint, I'm getting way more of the pepper. Hmm. See, for me, I'm getting a lot less of the sweetness. I'm still getting some berries, some citrus, but it's not anywhere near where it was in the bong hit. Mm. I'm getting a lot more of the kush flavor, a little bit more earthy flavor as well that wasn't really present beforehand either. Yeah. It's a lot smoother, and it's definitely not uh, taking my lungs away like the bong hit was. Which is nice. Well, you can. I find you can control nice. a joint. That's what I like about joints is that you can kind of yeah. control your intake a little bit better. Like with so, the long hit, you're taking that bowl to the head, right? But with the joint, you just take a little puff, breathe it in, you know, see how it treats you. Exactly. I think after the entire joint, it's going to fucking kill me. Like I said, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to creep up. And with the bong, it was just yeah. hitting immediately. We are going to so, correct. These strains are both powerful last strains. So, like, so hold on. you said your percentage. One second. What's 23%? Mine is 20% THC. 20%, so 20%. still pretty good for ancient strains. Not bad. And again, mine is a little bit leaning towards the uh, indica strain, but doesn't really say it's good for sleep, which I know. for me personally, I kind of need that. Well, was, Last yeah. couple of days have been a little weird uh, for me. I know, bro, you were telling me, man. Like, I know, like, I mean, you're, you're talking but, to someone who, like, believes that I'll sleep when I'm dead, so I barely ever sleep. Oh, yeah. But you, man, I mean, your schedule's been fucked, bud. 
Exactly. <laughs> like me and Shanker both know uh we're stranger to this. We're late night, we're night owls, and just in since twenty twenty alone, we have both fucked our sleep schedules on multiple different occasions. Oh my God, so many times. So many times. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh so like, essentially Yeah, so many times. Um for the weekend, I usually have my main job where I actually have to work, and it goes from like a late night shift to an all day shift where it's like yeah, uh, Working, 14, yeah for anybody 12 to fourteen no hours shifts, almost. No split shifts or doubles. It's a double. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. one late night split shift, a double, which can lead anywhere from uh twelve to fourteen hours, yeah. and then uh, another morning shift right after that. And at this point, I'm going to pop in. Yeah, at this point, I'm going to pop in really quick just to interrupt the story and remind you, buds at home, that if you uh, donate to our Patreon, eventually he won't have to do that anymore. So uh, check out the link below. But sorry, carry on, Curtis. Or at least subscribe to us on YouTube so we can get monetized. If we monetize, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be just as good. Either or, um, that one's free. (laughs) But regardless, so I work Sunday morning, so I have to get up early in the morning after working the double. So I get very little amount of sleep because I also have to be working on the podcast. It's true. And then Sunday afternoon when I get home from work, I have to work on the podcast and I consider that the crunch day where I have to get the rest of the stuff edited, figured out and shit like that. And and you buds don't at home you like you can't I can't stress this enough like if you just watch the YouTube's like the videos on Monday and stuff like that and you see it like some people out there might see the animation or whatever and be like and be like, oh, you know, like, that's super basic, it can't be that hard. I would challenge you to do a five-minute animated anything in even remotely the same quality and see just how long it takes. Like, and Curtis busts his ass. Like, he, he is, from the moment we finish recording and I finish editing it and firing it off to this dude, he is, like, in grind mode as much as he can. He doesn't work, like, nonstop on, but he'll do, like, hours worth per day to get this video put together so that I can enjoy it. Because frankly, I mean, I know you buds at home are watching it too, but I mean, I know that I am watching the video every Monday. And in my opinion, he's making it just for me. So it's like, I watch these videos, I watch these videos and like, they're fucking awesome and they're getting better every week. Well, at least I know one person is watching it, which is why we need more subscribers. Yeah, exactly, buds. And anyway, and click that bell icon. What is it that they say? Smash that bell icon. Smash the bell icon for notifications. For notifications. Um, But yeah, like it's crazy. So you bust your ass, right? So schedule's been a little messed up for that. Mm. So Sunday was crunch day, and I figured, okay, I can work until whatever, and that would get the video rendered, get it uploaded, and be ready for you, buds, on Monday. Boom, Boom. I ended up eating a fuck ton of pasta at like 10.30 at night and crashing. Worst idea ever after smoking a bunch of cannabis. Exactly. <laughs> cannabis well, plus pasta equals nap time. <laughs> nap time immediately. Nap time. <laughs> End up waking up at 6 in the morning, realize I still had a little bit of time left on the podcast that I still had to do. Quickly finished that, got it up by noon. You can check out that episode. It's uh, an awesome episode, by the way, buds. Still got it out. And after that, I'm just like, cool. Stayed up, did a little bit of... Uh, posting for instagram and facebook and shit like that and then i passed out again and then i woke up at like 10 30 at night and then i played video games until four in the morning and then yeah. i passed out again <laughs> and today i woke up at like 11 i have a pretty fucked schedule right now yeah it's pretty it's pretty strange um like and on and, and honestly i know exactly what you mean man because like i so many times like curtis was saying we both have fucked our schedules up so much throughout 2020 and 2021 like there are days where i've forgotten what day it is until i looked at my phone 
you know, like, or my emails or whatever, right? Like my work emails or my fucking phone. Like, like I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, we happening? can, I'd be like, yeah, we can, don't worry. We can have that meeting on Wednesday. We'll, we'll just push it ahead. We'll have the meeting on Wednesday. And they're like, dude, it is Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, Fuck. you know, shit. Like, and so fucking like that happens. And honestly, well, we're like both I said, late night dudes, but. And like I said, you know. my breakfast this morning was literally coffee and bongs. <laughs> so bo- yeah, and that's not, I don't drink coffee, too yeah. much coffee. I don't think Curtis man, dude. Okay. For now for the buds at home, this dude is addicted to coffee. He has like, probably drank, I like think six coffees per what? day since I knew him. What the fuck are you? T- I'm don't drink that much fucking coffee. I mean, it's, I like those Starbucks fucking frappuccinos. Yeah, the glass the butt, bottles, the glass bottles. I don't, they're expensive. I only drink like two. You buy like six of them a day. <laughs> I do not. I'm very offended. Hold on for a second. Okay, so you know what? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you don't have a problem, Curtis. It's okay. You don't have a problem. Sorter. <laughs> this isn't. So an inter- this is not an intervention. This is a podcast. <laughs> Hi, podcast. I'm so Patrick. you know what? In all fairness, the one thing that really gets me through and gets me to fucking crank out these episodes really quickly. Sunday nights, Penny and Loeb do their fucking live stream yes. where they live DJ, and that shit gets me pumping and gets me through most of the rest of it. Honestly, buds, like, yeah, like, Curtis and I will usually, like, what we'll do is we'll even hop on Discord, or we'll just not even, we'll just message each other back and forth on, like, Messenger or whatever, that kind of thing. And Or like, just you know, in the like, chat. Or just in chat, like, yeah, or in, in chat or whatever, and we'll do, yeah, in the actual Penny and Loeb uh, chat on, the, t- on Twitch, because we hop on there and we'll both watch them. Like, you know, I, I get shit done, too, because, I mean... Contrary to popular belief, after I'm done editing the uh, the audio for the podcast, I have a couple other jobs. You know, I make, you know, um, a lot of our graphic design work and stuff like that and work on concepts and all kinds of shit. And, you know, like, take care of things that Curtis, until you, yeah. get, until you buds donate to Patreon enough, that Curtis can't take care of while he's working, right? And so, basically, uh, like, but, like, one of the things I do on Sunday is same as Curtis. You turn on Penny and Loeb's Sunday Fun Day... And on Twitch, and just, like, get shit done. Like, you know, the music just fucking goes, the energy is great. Like, the, exactly. like yeah, ever since we had the podcast, loved... I think, like, we just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love tuning yeah. in to those guys and fucking checking them out. They also do some nice fucking gaming stuff, too, so. Oh, yes, yes. These are uh... on Twitch, fucking follow yeah. them out. Oh, hell yeah, follow Opinion on Lobe, you can check them out. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really, fu- it's really fucking great to check them out. Um, like, honestly, like, uh, Twitch dot com i think penny and Loeb. i don't know well you can check yeah. them out and we're yep. on there too uh, while you're there uh good buds curtis and good buds shang and uh good buds podcast i think do we have a good buds podcast one yet or just no. good buds, curtis, good buds. okay good buds curtis go check him out on twitch he we do most of our good buds curtis good buds shank and uh, good buds uh is it good buds isaac now did he change it to that i think he did I think he did. If he okay, did, it's good, buds Isaac. If not, it still helped my leg. Help but my leg. we'll talk yeah. to him. Yeah, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to you about that more later. Regardless, go follow all of this because we're lit. And speaking of stuff that's lit, do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, "Do you like?" over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three. Check out LumenSpot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GoodBudsPodcast at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, LumenSpot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. We told you that stuff's lit. Oh, hell yes, man. LumenSpot is an absolutely amazing company, man. I love their shit.
links down below and we always love that and there are some more links down there and to let you know what those are all about we have to get into our next little segment which is called <clears throat> weep news worldwide And first in Weed News Worldwide today, we have a product that would definitely fit well on our show, What the Fuck Is That? Yeah. On YouTube, if you want to check that out when they air. Yeah. Um, somebody literally got the great idea. I don't know mm -hmm. if they were high on pot or high on cocaine, but they decided to get both the ideas together and try Cannabums. Uh, this is a story from Leafly. You can check the link down below. Down there. And I... Uh, this product. How do so, we talk about this without being completely, like, you know, without slamming so, it? <laughs> I don't want to completely slam it because I get what they were trying for, but at the same time, I don't like any of these types of products, and we'll get to that. So what this is essentially is edible, it had bad taste. <laughs> so essentially what this is is a cannabis concentrate, 600 milligrams of a finely ground up THC powder substance that you are supposed to snort. It is a snortable powder form of THC known as cannabis. It's cannabis based cocaine. It is cannabocaine. Cannabocaine. <laughs> Cannabis. It's a mix of cannabis and cocaine, making cannabis. Cannabis. And oh my God. similar to us, a good majority of Twitter and other users and reviewers are saying basically the same thing. What basically, the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> this is disturbing. Why would somebody make this and why would this be a sellable product? And mind you, me, I'm one of those people who don't even like those things at convenience stores where it's like, hey, here's a rock in a vial, snort it for calcium and fucking caffeine. vitamin D and energy and caffeine and stuff. The only high vitamin D I want in my body is regular vitamin D vitamins. So you're going to make a cannabis-based product that resembles cocaine, which is a drug that is still... It even comes with a little spoon! <laughs> it comes with a little spoon. It's got a coke spoon! I don't well, want to have it's... cannabis users growing coke nails like Uncle Joe. <laughs> so this is Cannabumps made by THC Living, a licensed California edibles manufacturer whose product line was previously limited to THC-infused lemonade and pain relief topicals. Hmm. This has 600 milligrams of THC concentrate uh, per package. But I, I don't exactly know why they understand this. But... By the end of the weekend, the industry-wide backlash and or legal peril appeared to have had an effect. The product could no longer be found on THC Living's brand pages or Leafly. Yeah, that's ghosted. Maps. Ghosted from the internet. I tried looking it up and it's ghosted. They took they took it down. Exactly. There's more on the story down below. Uh, this is Leafly's news article, yep. of course, so you can check that out. But we also would like to know, comment, subscribe, fucking all that shit, but let us know. What the fuck is your thought process on this cannabis-based cocaine? Now, one good, one good thing I have to say about this, though, is that at least the company had the good grace to pull it back off of shelves and to pull it back and to realize that it was a bad idea to, pr to produce this. 
and it didn't require government oversight and laws. <laughs> you know, didn't recover the government yeah. cracking down on it. The government didn't even need to get involved. Even though there potentially was legal shit involved, the government didn't need to. The company was like, listen, we, d- we, d- we didn't realize sure- what kind of a hassle this would be. And the community speaking loud enough, telling us they don't want it, was good yeah. enough. We'll stop. And I'm sure now that it's getting a little bit more news coverage, I'm sure they might get a little bit of people like going into it and being like, yo, exactly what's going on. Yeah. And, and by that yeah. point, they'll be like, look, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah, we're we're not sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's the thing is like you know, and, the, and and the legality will come into play of it, right? Like, and what with that actually, it kind of leads towards the next story because like prohibition, the law getting involved in prohibiting certain things, right? Like, it's, it directly ties into the next news story that I have to cover here, um, which is uh, like Curtis and I obviously have mentioned in the past that we are you know we believe in self moderation, but we don't believe in prohibition. Um, and, uh, in this case, the United States is going to try again, they're trying their hand again at another form of prohibition. And this time, though, it's the blunt enjoyers who are going to suffer, because they are banning backwoods, swishers, and other flavored blunt wraps. Really? Yes. The FDA is working their asses off right now, um, to essentially make it so that any tobacco product, it's uh, similar to what we have in Nova Scotia, actually. I can do a direct parallel to this, because in Nova Scotia, this is exactly the same law they passed here, which is that no tobacco product of any variety, whether it's a tobacco rolling paper, a blunt for rolling tobacco, a cigar, or a cigarette, can be flavored in any way, shape, or form. That includes menthol, from everything from menthol to super berry, berry, cherry, blast, baja, you know, like whatever. Doesn't matter. No flavors are allowed or legal, right? And they're essentially talking about doing the same thing. Um, all the blunt wraps, all the backwoods, all the swishers, anything that has any flavor to it is going to be banned, including menthol cigarettes. Um, the FDA, yeah, the FDA is doing it for the same reason that they attempted to do it in Nova Scotia. They believed that it would curb, um, like in Canada when they did that here, they believed it would do the same kind of thing. It would curb smoking because they're like, hey, if, if the kids can't, you know, get flavored papers, they're not going to smoke. And, you know, like right, they're right. like, hey, hey, if uh, you know, like if you can't get menthol cigarettes, you're just going to quit smoking. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like this. And I know you, multiple friends who fucking like smoking who prefer blunts. Yeah, so I know. Yes. Friends. Same here. I have a handful of people in my life, including myself, that love blunts like blunts are great. Now, I haven't had a flavored blunt in quite some time, unfortunately, because of where I live. And the laws that we have in place, but the FDA is going to essentially trying to do the same thing. They're trying to make it so that uh, those swishers are not going to be flavored in any way, shape, or form. Those honeys, those backwoods, gone. Um, and uh, so what they found though is this doesn't work. Obviously, once again with prohibition, education is what you should lean towards, and prohibition is not. And in Canada, when they took away menthol cigarettes, do you know what menthol smokers did, Curtis? I'm going to assume that they switched to non-menthol or non-flavored. Oh my god, yes, that's exactly what they did. And you're not even an wow. economist, a government official, or any kind of, like, fucking political science. You knew that, just because it's I common just have fucking sense. Fucking... Exactly. Like, I know, it's common fucking sense. And so that's what I mean, like, and it's the same, the FDA is going to ban flavored blunt wraps and flavored papers and flavored everything. However, what's going to happen... Is two things. A black market will open up where they'll still be sold. They'll be bought off the internet wholesale or they'll be smuggled in. If they're illegal on the internet, they'll be smuggled in and they'll be sold illegally. It's going to happen. It's just another thing that the dealer down the road is going to have on offer. You'll go down for a half sack and he'll hook you up with some flavored papers too while you're there. The government's not getting a penny of tax dollars off it. So, right. 
right? So, like, but that's what's going to happen. That's the first thing. And the second thing that's going to happen is, like, blunt users aren't going to fucking take this sitting down. Oh, no. Like, I mean, in Canada, we did. In Canada and Nova Scotia, I am not going to lie. In Canada, because it was illegal 100% at the time, in Canada, when they banned it here in Nova Scotia, cannabis hadn't been legalized yet when they banned flavored papers, so cannabis consumers couldn't show up en masse and say, we smoke cannabis with these flavored papers because they're essentially admitting to a crime, right? Right. But, you know, not that it's anything that we ever did before legalization was legal anyway, but whatever. Um, so we couldn't protest because if we went to protest, they'd be like, oh, all of you use these for tobacco, you know, like that kind of thing. And like fucking they would know. Like, and it's like, and people would be saying cannabis and, and it just wouldn't have gone well. So people didn't really protest that hard. Some people did. I mean, I did. I signed a few petitions and I fucking went out. Anyway, anyway. But, but anyway, that's completely aside. It's not going to go over that well down in the States. When you tell right. people blunts per capita are smoked way more down there and people are going to be fucking pissed that the Swisher Sweets are gone. I mean, yeah, even not even people who just smoke blunts and smoke backwoods. You even got no. the people who just smoke regular cannabis yeah. or regular cigars and regular, uh, yeah, fucking swishers stuff like that. Yeah, and even and even cigarettes. People who smoke smoke menthol cigarettes, like they're yeah. not gonna take those smokes being gone sit down. When I did smoke cigarettes, that was my fucking main mm. shit. If it wasn't menthol, I didn't fucking like it. I went through, yeah, I'd go through, like, a pack of menthol in a night when I used to do metal vocals, and I'd fuck my voice up because I didn't know how to do it right, you know, like, yeah. I'd do it wrong, and yeah. I'd jack my voice right up, and I would uh, smoke, like, a pack of menthols because that feeling was so great, man, and, like, that... It was like could, a cooling lozenge. Yes, exactly, right, and it gave but, that fucking great vibe, but, yeah, man, it's... It, and it was, you know, but this is... A, obviously, you can check this out. This is from Leafly as well. Link will be below. But they, there's a lot we, of really touchy racial topics as well involved this in is, this. This is a spoiler um, for if you do want to check yeah. out the news story. And, yeah, and we just got to make the statement that we fully support Black Lives Matter. We believe that, you know, equality is needed and everything like that. And that 100% Black Lives Matter. Yeah, we understand that prohibition disproportionately uh, targets people of color, and we don't agree with that 100%. We don't believe in prohibition, obviously. So, you know, if you read the article, there is some racially uh, involved it, like, it language. Does, it does... Like, ex yeah. Not racially involved language, it just explains how a well, lot yeah. more of it may be directed towards racial inequality yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, We're not and, trying to whitewash it and take it out because we don't want to talk about it. We are strictly yeah. taking it out because we speak about cannabis news. Yeah, we're we're mentioning podcast, it now. Yeah. We're yeah. mentioning it now because obviously we have to mention it. Yeah, you, yeah if, you, if you both check out the article, um, like we, we want you to know that we are not in any way ignoring the issue that they mention in the article, but we're a cannabis podcast, so we're just talking about the parts that are really relevant to cannabis. And Which the blunt, is blunt users, smokers. Yeah, the blunt users are going to be having a hard time, man, and that's what's relevant, like, you know, like, to the podcast. To us but in life, in general, obviously, like we said before, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And uh, fucking check out the article for more description, more information about um, other potential issues that may be regarding these laws and that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And speaking of issues regarding, well, actually, this doesn't regard the laws, but these are some other issues that are uh, arising. <laughs> yeah. And that leads into our new, next news story. This is essentially a new land race that is going on, similar to the gold mines <sighs> back in 18 diggity whatever the fuck. Their hills. This is a new race, but this is for land in New York City. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's more valuable than gold. 
super valuable than gold. Now, as we all know, a couple weeks ago, New York City and well, the state of New York in general legalized cannabis for adult use, and you know, it was fantastic. Woo, go to go New York, go New York, hoopla, hurrah, and way to go for adult use. GG fam. Now, with this occurring though, it's led to the one issue of where exactly do you fit? You know where you can fit the farms. You know where you can fit the greenhouses. Where do you fit the dispensaries in an area where a single square foot costs about $45? Hey, buds. Quick little editor's note. Turns out that the price per square foot in New York is actually more like $1,773. I don't know where I got $45 from. That I, I knew that was wrong. So $1,773 per square foot in Manhattan real estate on average. Kiosks. Kiosks do work, but then what happens when they get robbed? Lockable cement circle kiosks. Have them be permanently affixed, almost like a statue, into the ground. With a dome over top of them, they can lock down at night with grates going around the entire outside circumference of it. You can 3D print it in less than 24 hours. So shut up. Anyway... Uh, so they're looking yeah. more for storefronts. By the way, you and... can hire me, government. <laughs> hey, then I, mean... I can get a visa to work in the States and I can fucking legally visit so, you. Yes. So anyway, okay, sorry, go ahead. what they're looking for is mm-hmm. essentially storefronts where they can have dispensaries in New York City. Yeah. Which obviously is becoming more of an issue than the actual process of legalization. It's probably few now, and far between, yeah. Even then, there is still some issues, considering the board that is supposed to oversee this rollout has yet to be appointed, let alone the rules set for how licenses can be issued for cannabis business, Um, and the sale of legal pot in the state is still a year away. Based on New York's history, they're probably going to go with tokens, like cab tokens or whatever. on top of, you know, the sale of legal pot being a year away in the state, and Mm -hmm. on top of all this, cannabis is still illegal on a federal level. So, with There's all this, a couple no, of Roblox, no, no, but with this, bumps, not Roblox, speed bumps. But with this, the Empire State is still trying to get a rush of what could essentially be a $4.2 billion industry, obviously having 6.3 or roughly more than that uh, people in New York City alone. Obviously, they need to get some of that revenue in there. So, it's a matter that, of. I'm just shocked what that legalization buildings... has taken this long so far. <laughs> but as of right now, it's a matter of time space and who can afford to get on in there to get this you know get these dispensaries open on time and get the space properly organized and equated so what we're gonna so what curtis is saying here is that when they open up when they do eventually open up the people who bought that space are probably very very wealthy individuals who could manage to oh, yeah. afford it so you're gonna be walking into like weed apple stores if you live in New York. You're gonna walk in. There oh, of course, you're like not walking chrome, into those like chrome and white. And you're not walking like, into those yeah. back stores fucking dispensaries <laughs> where it's just like six mason jars in a display case. Yeah, and no. not to mention in New York City, you obviously have high name celebrities who are oh, living yeah. there or visit there, like Jay Z who has monogram, Seth mm-hmm. Rogen with Houseplant mm-hmm. who will obviously kind of be going there. So they're. Hopefully expecting New York City to become the next Amsterdam, Mecca. essentially, as a travel destination for people who want to travel oh, and smoke weed from that, all over the world. That which would is, be bad. I know New York And it would be fucking right hilarious here. because even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed yeah. it, I can't say. <laughs> Some people liked it better that way. Hey. Oh my god, yes, but dude. If References you want to check... Space. 
references for days. But if you want to check out this story, uh, the link is down below. It is from the New York Times, so I am warning you now, buds. <laughs> paywall. They will soft fake. Paywall. They will fuck you and fake you out with soft paywalls. Just exit out of that. Don't give them any of your bullshit. No, no. Okay, you, make you, sure can watch, you can watch. You can look at. <laughs> you can look at it completely free. You don't yeah. have to give them shit. Yeah, no. Oh. They will. They will try to. They will try to trick you into giving them your giving them your email and other information. Just don't do it. Just don't. I mean, don't, no. Don't if really you want it. to, if you want to, because they're news source thing go yeah. ahead but otherwise come to us for up. news why would you give need, it to us don't worry about that give it to we us come, we give you yeah. the news yeah come to us for the news we we cover the most relevant interesting shit anyway just like this next story that i have which is really fucking relevant and interesting how interesting <laughs> is it oh man so okay so you know how before like a little while back we were talking about new zealand potentially uh voting to legalize and everything else and that kind of thing oh yeah i don't think they, they have yet they, but they didn't know uh they voted and they, they it was 50.3 no yeah. So they so so no, they didn't legalize unfortunately, which is f- silly. It's just silly, New Zealand. I love you. You're a beautiful fucking country. Stop it. You're the best. Stop you be- stop it, New Zealand. Anyway, stop it, New Zealand. But anyway, so there's a dude down in New Zealand, right? And uh he got a nickname. His name is Jason Tong. And he got a nickname from his uh let's call them patients of the Green Fairy. So oh. Yeah, so what Jason does is he basically takes his recent his efforts in recent years basically is to give free cannabis to elderly New Zealanders who are in pain. Oh. So that's so nice. Yeah, I know, right? Dudes like straight up hooking up for free with cannabis and talking about them, you know, teaching them everything for elderly people so they don't need to get opioids, right? They don't need to get those fucking pain meds that'll I don't need no opioids. Yeah, they won't get loopy, right? So anyway, this dude's hooking them up with cannabis to make it so that they can help manage their pain and everything like that, but dude got arrested. Got busted. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sucks dick. Sucks dick, right? So basically, he's he's pled not guilty to cannabis-related charges that he's facing, and he's asked that the police drop the charges based on special circumstances, obviously. Right. So... Essentially, he claims he did nothing wrong, which I agree, he did nothing wrong. He was giving consenting adults cannabis when they were in pain. That If that's wrong, then fucking lock me up, dude, right now. Because I would do that for anybody. Even if I didn't like them and they were in pain and I had cannabis, I'd hook them up. Because that's just oh, yeah. a decent, decent thing to do. You know, like it's fucking, you know. But anyway, I digress. Dude got arrested along with his son because his son is the reason he started doing this. His son had, got can- had gotten cancer was fighting that off and he was in a lot of pain so he started looking up cannabis and it's is that illegal in new zealand having cancer yes yeah oh okay no i don't know no uh, (laughs) that's not what he got arrested for because the sun got better thankfully um through through medical treatments wonderful medical treatments and everything else and through the help of cannabis keeping his spirits up and you know keeping his pain in check he got better and he was helping his dad to do this like to hook up these elderly patients because of his great experience and, you know, he was helping his dad, and they both got arrested. What ended up happening was they came, and they raided their house, and they found 30 plants outside, as well as CBD oil and uh, bombs and stuff like that that were inside. And essentially, um, the Green Fairy was quoted as saying, we just finished chopping all our in- or, sorry, we just finished chopping all our outdoor plants from the summer, so they pretty much took an entire year's worth of meds in one hit. Damn. And that's fucking shitty. Like, I mean, come on. Like, I mean, New Zealand, you're this close to legalization. Obviously, a huge chunk of you understand the benefits. 
find a way to rationally explain it to the other 50%. Like, please, come on, just right. do it. I believe in you guys. Like, you can do it. We can all do it together, worldwide, cannabis legalization. That's what we hope for. Um, well, but I can is... say, in all fairness, it will be great. I mean, he was giving most of the cannabis away for free, so... He was, well, I mean, all of it. Uh, as far as I know, he didn't sell any. I mean, except for the little bit that he was keeping for himself and his son, obviously. Clearly. For their medical Clearly. use. Yeah, medical uses. But, uh, so it was so it wouldn't be too much of a financial loss for him to lose a whole bunch of that uh, plant. No, However, no. Time, the thing is, though. obviously, with uh, legalization, hopefully on the cross, and the fact that he was doing a completely non-violent and almost charitable, well, we consider charitable act, like, yeah, but they 100%. should consider it charitable. A decent person should consider that charitable. Exactly. Then, hopefully, if he sees a rational judge in a rational court, he should yeah. be getting off no yeah. problem with it. Maybe a small fine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so. look at it this way. I'm not. I'm not a religious dude, but I mean, if you're religious out there, he's using God's plants to heal the elderly. What could be better than that? Exactly. And if you <laughs> want to look on it at a medical and science perspective, like he's we using normally a goddamn do, goddamn beautiful medical plant to help these people. Exactly. So, and if you're a Satan worshiper, then the devil's lettuce is keeping these folks rolling. <laughs> and if you're Rastafarian, I don't need to tell you twice. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Someone told you when you were, like, way younger. Yeah, you know what we're talking You know what we're saying. And if and you're if Rastafarian, you're... ramen noodles! Ramen noodles. <laughs> and if you're Jewish... No, we're not touching that one. Uh, just smoke weed. Not touching day. that one. Hey, Google, what should the people do? Like, comment, subscribe, share, and smoke weed every day. That's what everybody hey. should do. Absolutely. And I think... Yeah. And that's uh, pretty much, but yeah, that one comes from the growth op, obviously. You buds can check it out at home. Um, like, frankly, like, uh, free, though, free homie Green Fairy. You know, free homie Lawn Tractor, free homie Green Fairy. Get these people out of. Hopefully, their those. What if they got locked up together oh, and bro, they, he can just ride them out? Escape. Oh my god, Green Fairy can jump on homie Lawn Tractor and he can, like, soup them up using his Green Fairy powers and they'll well, fucking the just bust the wall down. Lawn Tractor can bust down the wall and fucking grind up Guard 1 and 2, and then Wing Fairy should get enough speed by that yeah, point Green to fly. Fairy, yeah, he'll have, enough, he'll have enough speed at that point that he'll hold on and, like, clench on with his thighs of power and his mighty hands. Assume the on, position. He'll hold on, to, and, and him and homie Lawn Tractor will fly off into the night. It's gonna be amazing. Buds, if you're listening, if you're listening out there, homie Lawn Tractor and Green Fairy, take this idea and run with it. If your guards are listening, that is a terrible plan. They'd never do that. But Green, exactly. do it. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of that news story for the day. Um, obviously, um, the growth op, check it out. The links will be below in the description. This is a really interesting story. Him and his son are badass. Um, before, uh, since, since we're rolling out of the news, new spot here, I would like to roll into one of my favorite parts, the ad spot. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GoodBudsCurtis at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GoodBudsCurtis at checkout. Thank you to MyHighShop.com, and let's get back to the show. And goddamn My High Shop is so cool. <laughs> I'm so high just looking at their <laughs> shop. I know. 
Well, I, I think it might be for us recent, but how are you feeling, Shank? Man, I, I feel mag-fucking-nificent. Um, that cannabis definitely is a high-energy strain. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling nice and bouncy. Um, the flavor was great. The feel is great. Um, honestly, I finished that whole joint. It hasn't quite wrecked me yet, but I do feel that the effects may roll on um, as things go, and uh, I may end up rambling at some point. But it feels great, man. Honestly, it feels good strain. Um, obviously, this uh, lemon Skittles. Skittles. Um, Skittles is Skittles. really good. Really, it's really nice. Um, the flavor, like I said, I still have that lemon flavor in my mouth. I've been like drinking Pepsi, and it's like I just still taste lemons, which is great. How you, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I've been drinking on my coffee a little bit, so I, I'm a little bit, I mean, water. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm feeling in pretty... I'm feeling pretty relaxed and uh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, you're not vibrating into your chair. Uh, pretty uplifted. Um Yeah, I don't feel extremely hungry right now, but I could definitely go for a um a burger and ribs, pizza, chicken, fries. Oh, dude, like what like what about that like burger with the burger and the fries? Oh, with the, the pizza for the pizza top bun? The, yeah, the pizza for the top bun. The, oh, my God. Oh, man, dude. I could go for one of those. I don't even have the munchies solid from this weed. But, man, I could go for one of those right now. That is, like you said, Curtis, one of the most dangerously American things I have seen in my life. It is violently American. <laughs> and, and the only thing that violent. can make it more violent is gun. Strap a, strap a silencer to it. Or Sorry, <laughs> sorry for, our, for our firearms fans out there. A suppressor. <laughs> we all know what we call it. No, fuck that. Put a silencer on it and then change the clip. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god! Oh my god! Make sure you look down the a or make sure you look down the red dot scope. Yeah, the red dot, the red dot a a kig. <laughs> and with all that bullshit being said, I'm gonna take one more toke of this bubblegum gelato. Yeah, I'm gonna take another hit of this uh, lemon skittles right here, and we um, hope you, and we yeah. hope you get over here with us as we do this, as we bu 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 blaze it, blaze it. And then it is time for us to get into the conversation. Conversation. Now we're in the conversation, the conversation section. I'm here joined with Curtis and Shank. Wait, when did when did you oh. steal her shit? No, okay, oh hey, no. hey, no, no, hey, okay, hey, buds. Here we are in the conversation section. We are going to be joined by once again by our good bud Isaac. He is going to be talking with us about the, our new favorite movie, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, buds, the 2021 one. Uh, the, the other ones are. We'll talk about those later. But oh, this is going to be great. We were hyped for this movie to come out. All of us were talking about it, and now that it's here, now we're so glad to be here. <laughs> I think Isaac um, might have died temporarily there. <laughs> he, fatality, am I right? Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we're we're doing fantastic here. Isaac, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Good, good, good. That's good. Um. As always, you know how we like to start things off here with a little bit of uh, cannabis participation. As as you know, our bud Isaac does not uh, participate, but he is a good bud. Doesn't matter if he smokes or not. 
So you can always be a good bud and you can still show your support even if you smoke or not. But yep. with all that being said, uh, let us raid on into this. I'm ready to smoke some cannabis. <laughs> We're gonna blaze it. <laughs> Hopefully you get over here while we chill out Sub-Zero style <laughs> and take some nice bong hits. I have my uh, big bong raicho packed right here. <laughs> And I have my bong lao right here. <laughs> That's a little racist, but all right, but oh Isaac, do you got anything that you're uh, you got anything to drink or something like that? Yeah, I got my yeah. Arizona here, half half lemonade tea. Oh, you got your Harry Palmer or whatever it's <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah, the <laughs> Arnold Palm hair. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Well, this was hopefully this is a flawless victory, and we get that battle royale. Wait, what am I talking about again? For a different Fuck movie. It. Let's blaze it, buds. Tok Tok Skaboke. Everybody, Shang Tsung tonight. <laughs> I quit. Oh, oh my god! Reptile. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're about to have a reptile dysfunction if I fucking any more puns come out of you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Any more that, puns, okay, that was a good one. You can find a new moon dealer. <laughs> it's, it's funny too, because I like I mean Bud's at home. Okay, like no, no, Isaac, <laughs> K, no. We need you. <laughs> I quit. You're acting like a real noob right now. I quit! <laughs> quit. Do not go row through the doors. Wait. <laughs> oh, um. I can't go on without you. <laughs> Sonia. Oh my god. Now, okay, yeah, no. So, so all the so buds at home. Buds. All the buds at home listening. Isaac hates puns, so it's, uh, this is just this is just gonna be probably the worst. Hates for puns, him. but puns are funs. They are. They are the. They are so fun, but. So today we're talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie. Curtis, like, you can tell the buds at home, how hype have we been for this movie? Absolutely fucking hyped. As soon as we... The first I heard of this uh, movie coming out was through one of those HBO oh, Max... Welcome back, uh, Alex. Hey, welcome back. It was through hey, one of those... Yeah, I forgot my phone. Oh, okay. Have a seat, man. Have a, se have a seat. Isaac, Isaac, why don't I have a seat? <sighs> take a seat. Just take have a seat. seat. Isaac, have a seat. Right there. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Why did you bring pizza, Isaac? Anyway, no. Okay, sorry, no. Man, let's sorry. keep him here. Let's keep yeah. him here. Okay. No. So, <laughs> so we okay. were. I was the first time I saw that this movie was coming out. I had heard hype and rumor and stuff, mm -hmm. and there was like a short film on YouTube a couple years ago that automatically gave me a boner. Yeah, and that and was like the, mostly they. They were like just kind of. It was fan made and hoping that it would get made. Exactly. These were like teasers, fan made mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, Had me but... for a more gritty. Oh yeah. So the first I saw this was through an HBO Max commercial that was showing like, oh, there's a whole bunch of movies coming out this year. Boom. boom and boom. one of the first ones they showed was Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, oh, wait, what? What? Hold on. Look up. into it further. Full trailer for it. Mortal Kombat. And the trailer. Holy... Oh my god. The first teaser. The teaser trailer they dropped, man. <laughs> I just. Oh my god. I was blown away by that. So good. And it was 
just so good. It just showed perfect little aspects of exactly what I wanted to see. And then after seeing the movie, I can still go back and watch the trailer and be like, yeah, they didn't give shit away. Like, they still show everything, but show nothing. Yep. No context or anything. They chose really good scenes to use because like the, because there were scenes that they were high impact and high interest, but like they led to stuff later in the movie that was even bigger or cooler than that moment. Right. Yeah. I was like, when it was uh, your first interpretation. Yeah, when did you first come across MK? Trailer. Uh, I don't remember really. I know I was just going through Facebook. That's all I do with myself. And uh, yeah. I saw I saw like an article about they were doing a Mortal Kombat movie and whatnot. And then I saw a bunch of like renders of celebrities who should play who. Yeah. And whatnot. That's what I, when I first came to seeing about this Mortal Kombat movie, like around the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Yeah. 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 That's about yeah. when I yeah, started hearing I, rumor type shit, but I didn't see anything in yeah, solid same, until same about here. September. Yeah, about that. About that. And I remember reading though that they de- that they decided not to go with like mainstream actors or actresses. Like they decided to go with like. Like, they, they did want people who were extremely talented and good with the roles and that fit the roles, but they didn't want to go with, like... We'll get more like, into that. Yeah, we'll, and we'll get more into the actors and everything when we talk about that, yeah. But but they wanted to go with less mainstream people, like, so... Because a lot of people online were saying, you know, oh, man, it'd be really cool if this guy, like, this famous actor played this... Yeah. You know, and that kind of thing. And, and they were, like, They were trying like, to make a who's who of Hollywood yeah. in Mortal Kombat as and opposed they were, like, to just, like, what would make the movie yeah. good. And they're like, listen, we want to go with, like, martial arts talent and, like, you know, acting acting on a balanced level. We want these people to be, like, good and convincing in the role. We don't no, want them look, to, you know... Not what to throw... I'm going to say about <laughs> if, they, if they do bring in high-list celebrities... I think the only one they should really bring in, if they bring in Kenshi, if they bring Kenshi into the movies, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Keanu yeah. Reeves would murder that part. Yeah. Murder it. <laughs> Unanimous okay. agreement from the buds. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. If that would be our celebrity, our celebrity to go into it. For yeah. Sure. If we had, like if we had to slap, if we had, yeah, if we had to slap a celebrity in there for sure, like I, yeah. No doubt. I mean, like they, a high rate, high ranking actor, I should yeah, say. High ranking actor, yeah, yes. for sure. But and and um, uh, but 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 the casting was pretty good in that movie. I think the casting yeah. was excellent. And another interesting part is, I mean, obviously, aside from some characters who were able to play out whoever, a lot of them were Australian or British. A couple yeah. American actors, but yeah. a lot of Australian or British actors. And oddly Again, enough, not always the ones you would think would be Australian or British. And again get to that in a moment yeah. yeah we'll touch on that more <laughs> yeah but and and yeah and it's pretty it's it was pretty amazing like you know and not only that but like just i remember when the trailer first came out you know like they they released that and and we got hyped about it i remember we had some conversations about it we were talking about it we were like oh my god this scene oh my god like can you see fucking like the gore and the fucking amazing like did you see the part where we blew up about it we were had fucking long ass extended hours long conversations about the trailer on its own and then i think I think I remember all of us watching the trailer together at one point, yeah, and yeah. we were like sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and we're just like <laughs> breaking the end down. Comes up fair, and it's like yeah. Mortal Kombat, and we're like, okay, this is like the end of the trailer. Wait for it, finish him. Yeah, blood guts everywhere. Yeah, exactly right, and fucking and like and and then 
we were like kind of like okay yeah we'll wait for it to come out whatever you know when it comes out it's on HBO Max whatever that kind of thing so we'll fucking we'll go, but then the seven the the seven minutes came out oh yeah that glorious before, <laughs> before, like before the movie actually aired they revealed the uh, first five to seven minutes roughly of the movie which all right now we're in spoiler territory we haven't mentioned it before yeah. because it kind of really wasn't this now is all on the internet territory. at this point if you haven't Anything. seen the movie yet you've probably seen this. Spoiler exactly. Alert. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah, but spoiler we gotta alert. say our thing. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so <laughs> uh in the first five minutes of the movie is the fight scene between uh Scorpion and Sub Zero. Yeah. Which it's fucking fantastic fight scene. It obviously lays the groundwork for yeah. A good majority of and what the movie is going to be. This point, and it takes place this point, way back still, in time. It's still Hanzo, Hanzo, Hasashi, and Bihan, right? Is who they are right. at that point in the movie. Exactly. That's who they are. Yeah, not... But obviously yeah. everybody knows It's Scorpion that, and Sub-Zero. At, this, yeah. at that point, yes, it is Hanzo, Hasashi, and Bihan. And Bihan at that mortal, point in the movie, yeah. Completely mortal back in, like, 17th century Japan. Yeah. Feudal Japan. Hanzo's, exactly, back on Hanzo's uh, compound. Yeah. Chilling out, Max, relaxing, all cool, and doing some gardening outside of his uh, nice rice hut. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get further into this movie, uh, let's talk a little bit about, obviously, our roots with the Mortal Kombat series as a whole. We all love video games, so... Absolutely. Obviously. So, the first Mortal Kombat game you played, Shank, go. When I was... But a wee child, about ass high to a grasshopper. I had a Super Nintendo, chilling out, and my buddy had this wicked game called Mortal Kombat. He was like, "Bro, we gotta rock this shit on your system." I mean, he didn't say That's it like one. that because we were we were very little. I think it was Mortal Kombat Two, I believe. MK Two. I did end up playing the first one, um, but it, MK2, and it was like relatively new at the time too, right? So like, cause I'm 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 dating myself a little bit here, but it was relatively new at the time, and we played it, man, and we were blown. Like I was blown away. He'd already played it a little bit, but I was like mind blown by this fighting game, cause I'd played other like crappier fighting games and like side scrollers like Double Dragon and Streets of Rage and that kind of crap, right? Fatal Fury, yeah, classics, kind of right? um, and and Fatal Fight and that kind of stuff, like Final Fight those games not nearly the same type of game as mortal kombat right so when i played that game and i saw like these like actual players like actual characters because they use the pictures like moving right. around and like doing cool like moves. motion captured type shit. yeah basically. and like the blood and the friggin' like the ripping people's necks out and stuff and i was like oh my god like the moves where you shot spears out get over here spear through the chest you pull them forward and i was a kid right i was young at the time but i was into that kind of shit and it just blew my mind, dude. I was like, I was immediately hooked. After that, I clung to the series. I played every single Mortal Kombat game, probably like up until, like, and we're talking even side games. We're talking like the yeah. Sub Zero side story, the the Shaolin Chronicles. monks, yeah, Shaolin monks Chronicles, those kind of things. All of them, probably up until like the later ones. Like we're talking like set like eight, nine, ten, like up that area. I just kind of was playing other games at the time, and I was more, less into fighting games, and they were too competitive for me at that point, because people kicked so when fucking it, ass. So kind of like when it started getting to the online perspective, yeah. really? When it, yeah, when it came less less couch co-op, less, or less couch competitive, like for, with your buddies and stuff, or like versus AI, yeah. and more like versus people who literally do that all day, every day, and kick my ass yeah. within the first half second of the round. 
Um, and and I don't mind that. There's nothing to, nothing against that. Your skill level is amazing, and getting my ass handed to me is just not fun. But when you two are competing, like two of those players competing against each other, is amazing to watch. So I still watch it on YouTube even now. But I just didn't play those yeah. games. So, and I still keep up with the lore because I love the lore of the game. Of course, game. of course, of course. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Isaac, how about you? What was uh your first foray into the Mortal Kombat's? It's not as early in the beginning stages, but mine was uh, Deception. Nice. Deception. No, it's still a solid one to come in on. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. When I when I played Deception, I think Armageddon was out though, but uh. I played Deception. I fell in love with it. Actually, me and my sister both did. We played well, that game. That game. That she, game's like slam, went, man. My, my sister went more crazy. Yeah, my sister went more crazy with that game more than I did. But I went to the other one, so I ended up eventually. You know, at the time I was a young kid, so I ended up saving money to get, you know, Shaman Monks Armageddon, and mm. then I would just pirate the first original ones on my shitty computer we had at the house oh yeah you i mean you could run the first game yeah. off a toaster at this point oh absolutely yeah they have enough technology just, yeah, but, I, but yeah. unlike unlike shank i've actually kept up to date so i've i bought nine i bought mm-hmm. ten when it came out and then i pre-ordered 11 too as well so yeah i know you well, i i, I, I don't play the online like, at all like fuck yeah. that online that's not me i i can't i can't keep up with these people like they're, they're like they got like joysticks connected and shit. Like they go you fucking go, nuts. Yeah. You go through oh, enough. Yeah. You go through enough I hardware as it is raging out on things without that, I that just, extra stress. I just go through the story, do a couple towers because everybody knows who's played Mortal Kombat has the, the, do the like the little cop the, the competition you know towers to challenge. It's all towers. we had back in the day, yo. It's all we had back in the day. OG. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that's all I would do. The story was a tower. <laughs> And we just, yeah, like you said, like Shank said, it was like just a couch computer with me and my sister. Yeah. And she would dominate me, dude. Yeah. Lena was her fucking character. She like studied all her, like she would write down all the moves. She would study that shit. She was. I think that might, that might be the other reason why I stopped playing the couch co-op version of the games. Because back when I was a kid, if I was playing against my homie and I was like going and he started stomping me, I could just unplug his fucking controller from the nest. Like I just, cause they were plugged in. Right. So I just reached out and I just, you know, yank out the play, like yank out his cord, start kicking his character's ass a little bit. He'd scramble to plug his cord back in like fucking, you know, like now you can't do that. You can't do that anymore, man. You can't, you know, like, I mean, what are you going to do? Just disco- go into the settings and disconnect your controller. Like, it's like, it's like, fuck shit. <laughs> Like use a give pin them to, the one with, use a pin to them, poke that button in the bottom. <laughs> like, give them the one with low battery. Simple. Ooh, that's see now that's forty thinking there, Curtis. So Curtis, obviously me and Isaac, that's how we got into it. He got deception, you know. I was like, what what brought you into the Mortal Kombat fandom? So uh, surprisingly, unlike you guys, I actually my first actual foray with it was there was a. I wouldn't say bowling competition, but my brother had this bowling thing for like Boy Scouts or whatever. Yeah. And he went there. I wasn't in the bowling thing. I didn't feel like bowling either because I was a little too young. So hmm. I decided to go to the arcade section that they had over. A couple <coughs> pinball machines, air hockey, a couple <coughs> things like this and that. And of course, they also had Mortal Kombat 3. Nice. <laughs> standing arcade platform. I was just tall enough to reach 
and look over and see the game and i just played that i was quant or no, who was i i fought quan chi yeah because i remembered it was just like green fire everywhere and it yeah, was blocky and it looked yeah. terrible oh, by yeah. today's standards but back then i was just like wow mind, mind equals blown yeah i think i was I was either Scorpion or Sub-Zero. I just couldn't remember exactly. I was one of the ninjas. Every kid picks Scorpion or Sub-Zero first. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, means... yeah, I didn't know any of the moves or anything, and then I ran back, asked my parents for more money, and I just played that for, like, <laughs> two hours. Uh, then and, a, and a love was born. <laughs> I liked the game, but obviously convincing my parents to buy it was a little bit of a different story until eventually I think my brother was 12 or 13 and he got uh, Deception for an, the original Xbox. Nice. Played a little bit of that when he wasn't home and then eventually he got Mortal Kombat Armageddon for PlayStation 2. I stole that immediately and that's the one that I fell <laughs> There you go. Mortal Kombat yeah. Armageddon in my opinion, is still one of the best Mortal Kombat oh, games. Oh, yeah. For three reasons. The adventure mode inside of it, where you can mm -hmm. literally walk around and do stuff. Yeah. Two is the creatable character selection, yep. where you can literally yeah. build a combatant from the ground up with a whole bunch of different shit that you can unlock. Can't forget Which is awesome. Combat cart. Yeah. Uh, the, that was uh, two and a half, actually, was, was Mortal Kombat karting. <laughs> <laughs> literally Mario Kart with Mortal Kombat characters. How do you go wrong? You literally right. cannot and, go wrong. And number three, the largest fucking roster of Mortal Kombat characters. Even motherfuckers yep. I don't even give a shit about. And each yep. one of them had a, two different fighting styles. And, or, no, it was a fighting style and a weapon style. And a weapon style, yeah. 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 And, and, I, and, I, and I agree with that game being the best. And also for the same reason, because... Like those characters, not the best, so not the best. one There's... of the best, one of the best, one not of, the yes. not the best, but one of the best, uh, because of uh, simply the characters alone, and the reason why is like, Meat. it's like, like at this moment, <laughs> like at that time when that game first was out and I was first playing it, I wasn't huge on lore. I wasn't a lore guy. I was a gore guy. I was only I was only into it because it was whoa, cool killer moves, yeah, fucking ninja flips. Wow, he shot a spike at that dude. That was cool, right? That's the only reason I was into it. But as I got older, like looking back at that game and all of those individual characters in that game, they are all characters in that Mortal Kombat universe, and they all actually fit. They, they the writers found a way in, like you know, to make all of these absurd characters fit together really well. Every single like, one of them had some form of purpose in yeah. some way, shape, yeah. or form. Like it's like you Except know they... for a couple of them, but the couple that didn't were literally just like unlockable characters that yeah. have been available like and or the mocap guy, yeah, like the mocap like mo dude, meat, meat, like uh, yeah. those characters obviously are like, and actually mocap guy, even he had a backstory apparently that it was like he was a motion capture guy who was just a really good stunt man, and he ended up getting like you know like pulled into the combat or pulled into the fucking tournament because he was like doing like really good martial arts, and they pulled him into the tournament, That's... and he was still wearing his mocap suit. And he just kept it on. That's funny. I'm like, I'm like, and apparently that's the lore behind mocap, dude. But it's, but again, like, it's, it's just he's a one-off stupid character. But he was in the game, and if you want to, you can look up all these different characters and find out all these different people and stories and, like, exactly. fucking awesome. The whole, the whole fucking series has been amazing, and obviously I've kept with as I 
Yeah, with Isaac, I've also kept up and bought some or the new ones, played the story, a mm. little bit of the online until it gets super sweaty, and then I bounce off. Yeah. Um, I just watch videos so that I don't have to deal with couple... the sweaty. <laughs> exactly. Or I'll play or I'll play King of the Hill and just watch everybody go at each other, immediately lose, and then go back into queue and watch more people beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's fun too. That way, I also get the achievement. Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's Edible. continue on and. Yeah back onto the subject of the Mortal Kombat in the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've had uh, two movies come out before and a miniseries. I'm not too familiar with the miniseries. I've caught bits and pieces of it, but that's like Kung, like Kung Lao's Adventures or some shit like that. Yeah, but something like that. The main two are Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Coming yes, out in, yeah, obviously. Um, and, those ones, and, and those ones, I'm, not, I'm now, heavy disclaimer... I love those movies. I might get a lot of hate for loving them, but I love those movies. No, we love and, those movies. And we love those They're movies. Campy. We do. They we know what they are. We are going to shit on them in some ways in this next segment. We are. It's going to happen because there are parts of that movie that are shit, both of them. But the except second one more the second one more than the first. Accept that, but also accept the fact that that doesn't diminish the fact that they're good movies you can enjoy for what they are. We love the campiness. We love the fact of what they were for the time being. Yeah, yeah. But they, they were the best. To be real, time. but to be honest, what yeah. the fuck was reptile? Yeah. Do you think in? Do you, but do you think what the in fuck the was Raiden? Yeah. Do you think in the pre-saw world that we were gonna get anything even remotely good enough to represent Mortal Kombat? Oh fuck no! There no. was. I mean, not even saw really. It was like pretty hostile. Uh, hostile. Uh, the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Saw the like that whole area of like, like yeah, 2000s, that era of gritty gore. gore. Like we weren't gonna get the proper Mortal Kombat until those kind of movies were acceptable as mainstream movies. Exactly. Yeah. And now so, they are. <laughs> obviously, we weren't getting the huge amount of blood, but there's still the things we got to think about, like story-wise and production-wise. Obviously, they're gonna get flustered in some way, but yeah. Oh, of course. Of when course. you have source material that's right there, how do you make a robotic snake come out of Scorpion's hand? I know, right? I know, right? And not only, and not only that, but also, also, when you have one of the most well-known and better characters in the movies, or in the in the games, immediately killed at the beginning of the second movie, as if you're setting stakes in some way, but literally the main characters gloss over it and don't even like barely fucking mention it or grieve over it for the rest of the movie. There's like one yeah. scene of Sonya being like, "Oh no," for like half a second, and then it's just like then, well, back um, to fucking business as usual. They also completely like, mitigate like, some of the most strongest enemies in the game yeah. in the second movie, such as uh, yeah. Shao Kahn, fucking Rain, Shiva, yeah. Minotaro, Baraka. Yeah. Wait, or was he in the first one? Uh, doesn't bro- matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. But either way, like that's and that's and, like there were some moments in it that were terrible. I will admit the casting of Liu Kang was good. Like he did well. Oh yeah, he played it great. Like Sonya was good. Her character was good. You know. Like, uh, oh. the Kano in the original movie was good, you know, he was awesome, and, like, you know, they, they chewed the scenery, and it was really hammy, but, I mean, you know, it, again, it was what it was, right? Like, those movies, I enjoyed them when I watched them, uh, both of them, and I still do to this day, um, not for the same reasons, I definitely find them, like, watching a B-movie now, just from the bad effects and stuff, because we're so spoiled now. Robin Shu, that's the guy who played Liu Kang. Robin Shu, yeah. I loved him in Beverly Hills Ninja. Ah, yes, fuck yeah. Him and Chris Farley were fucking amazing with each other. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, and it was it's one of those things where, like. I just I found those movies in their own way. The the way that they I liked the way that they ended one and immediately bang, began the second one. You know what I mean? Of course. Like the way that they actually did the straight direct cut. Like it was like the end of one movie, and but they did film it at two completely separate times, so you can still see the differences. But like chronologically, it was like movie one ends. I think they filmed. I think they filmed the beginning of the second movie when they were filming the end of the first one. I think they filmed mm. that all as one together just to make it easier for time constraints. But then after that, yeah, completely yeah. separate day. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So and and I and I kind of liked that. And I liked that they did the best they could working with obviously what was obviously production meddling because you know that the producers, the people who made the movie, that wrote we the movie, say that. wanted to make a Mortal Kombat movie. You can tell. That they had the characters in there that they wanted. They they had them in the roles they wanted, doing the things they wanted, in the places they wanted. But you can see heavy-handed production meddling by the companies, like by the fi- financiers, financiers or whatever. And it made the movie way worse. And you like, can see how they definitely cheapened down on a lot of stuff. So oh, they can increase yeah. a couple assets here and there. Yeah, like, like Goro's Nutshot. Sure, shot. they made a... <laughs> yeah, Goro's Nutshot, which they made, did a pretty decent Goro... I mean, for being a giant mechanical yeah. puppet. Yeah, really, I mean, though. Yeah. It's yeah. for, it wasn't, yeah, for it was what they had. Long haul yeah. from jaw, from like the pup, robotic shark from, from Jaws, right? You go from that to Goro and, you know, like fucking mechanical shit. But it was amazing. Exactly. They didn't, it but, didn't look bad. It didn't look bad for the time, you know? Right. But then you look at uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero's outfits and you're just like, okay, so you guys went to the dollar store or Halloween, Spirit Halloween. But they did look a lot like the original com. The but that's the thing. Is I mean, look original at the in the original yes. game. Like that's the problem. But the, the thing... new games, they look badass. No, no, no. Like, no I've no, seen them no, go through the revolution. I don't mean like. <laughs> I mean, they could have just picked like a different fabric that oh, had like yeah. a. It was yellow, but with a design, just flat yellow. It's yeah. just like. It did look like it looked like someone a... made a cosplay of Scorpion, basically. They yeah, they took a yeah. little bit of creative liberty with the other Not characters to enough. think. Not enough, but they took quite a few no, creative yeah, liberties but... with other characters. But but no, no, but I mean, like, no, I mean, they didn't. I mean, they didn't take enough creative liberties with the with the other characters. But at right. the time, that's the problem: is they were working with source material at, at that time right. when those movies came out. That the source material, the characters didn't look badass like they do now. So the exactly. new movie, the new movie had fucking way better source material to work with. Speaking of the new movie, it's finally time for us to be talking about it 30 minutes into this conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time to start talking about it, I suppose. The new fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Again, spoilers if you haven't seen and you didn't give a fuck about the first part, but now you should be caring. This is definitely big spoilers. We are going to, yeah, deep spoiler territory. Fucking (laughs) absolutely love this goddamn movie. It's so good. Yep. So good. So good. So good. Right. So, yeah. uh, we know it's so good. Isaac, how good do you think it is? Uh, <laughs> I think it's fucking phenomenal, in my opinion. Very, very. Really? How phenomenal? Movie. Like, how many times have you seen it so far? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You've seen this. Uh, after, after, you've watched the movie eight after four, four, four times in the first twenty-four <laughs> hours. I was gonna say after we're done recording this uh, this conversation, he's probably gonna watch it again. Probably. <laughs> yeah. just, we're just reminding just, him of yeah, so much. Reminding right now. him of so much. 
you know that he that he wants it. So oh. that's so so you've watched it eight times, four times yes. in the first twenty four hours. <laughs> Times in the first twenty-four. And, hours. Uh, by the way, thank you, and, thank you, Curtis, for the HBO mo- or HBO Max, uh, uh, the uh, HBO Max uh, connect there, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did forget to mention we were so excited for this film that as soon as it came out, I came home from work, purchased HBO Max, sent them the password, and then we all logged in and fucking yeah, messaged yeah, me- messaged us and was like, "Buds, we're watching this. T- we're watching the Mortal Kombat movie tonight. Don't, I'm not taking no for an answer. Here's the HBO." Max password. Here's the account. And I was like, bruh, I'm Canadian. I can't get HBO Max. And then I was like, wait a second. I got a VPN, bitch. So I just slapped on that VPN and uh, hopped over to that. Not spo- yep. Hashtag not sponsored. I'm not going to mention what the VPN was unless a VPN Doesn't wants matter. to reach out to me and sponsor me. But uh, but uh, basically a VPN. Um, and yeah, we, we all hopped on it that night. <laughs> we, fucking, we were all on a Zoom call. We all had our... Fi- cams going so we were all like watching each other's reactions and turning him just yep. being like did you just see that yes yeah that was amazing Chris and i pretty much did a play-by-play commentary for the entire fucking movie yeah i'm sure that's why isaac immediately had to rewatch it because we were talking over it we were talking the entire time so excited I was like, I, I, I was messaging uh, Tessa in the, in the movie. I'm like, dude, I'm going to have to rewatch this with you like tomorrow because they just won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> they're too high and they're talking so much during this movie. What the fuck did he just say? I don't know. <laughs> and then we got done watching it. I think like at five, four in the morning, me and her were still up. And I was just like, you know what? We're going to watch it real quick. <laughs> nice. No, we watched it. Yeah, I just watched it. I think I watched Hell it that more. I think I watched it when I woke up, and then I watched it before bed with my, with my family. So, That's yeah, amazing, man. Twenty-four hours. Twenty-four hours. First, you know, four times. Yeah, no, that's and, and honestly, I I believe it because I I like I've watched it twice already. So it was like, close to five because I got on the phone after watching it with my family with my um. With uh yeah, and uh me and my brothers were, were were talking, and I said, you know what, that Mortal Kombat movie was fire though. And my one brother Travis was just like, yeah, and uh our father was getting pissed because he's like, he's like, well, you don't talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. You know, what? I was like, you know what, just to piss you off, I'm watching it for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the spite one, number five. Um, but um. Yeah. Excellent. And I can believe it though, man, because honestly, like Curtis said, and like Isaac said, this fucking movie was so it was well done. I I know there's some criticism online. People are like, oh, they miscast or blah 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 blah. It's like, dude, nobody's gonna be happy every time. No. But this movie was so it, like okay. as a Mortal Kombat Before, fan, I, an everything, fan, everything they I talk it, shit about, in my I opinion. disagree. Except the one with Cole Young. I think his acting wasn't the greatest. It could have been better. And. Yeah. Who do, what what the fuck does he have to do with Mortal Kombat? He was the, was... He was the audience. Uh, he was the audience vehicle. That's exactly yeah. what he was. In his, in in the uh, as, as, I get, as like the I, storytelling I aspect. It's a reboot. I get it's a fucking reboot. No 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 he, no no no. He's got, he's, no, it's not. He it's not a reboot. Well, well it is, but it isn't as it isn't. But Cole's character, what he is, is he's called an audience vehicle, right? And what it is is it's a character who's not involved in any way with the insert fantasy element world here. Right, and he's supposed to represent the audience, so that when he meets other characters, 
they can explain shit to him and have it make sense why they're explaining it to him. Either, either and in a way, way they're explaining they, it to they the gotta put him, They gotta put him either and in now, the next game now that or doesn't the say DLC. Yeah. And that doesn't say anything oh, about yeah. the acting. He could have acted... His acting was a little stiff because I think it was his first time in like a leading role kind of element. So his acting Let's was kind of uh, stiff. Uh, and another thing... And like, another thing is... Uh, the actor is like uh, Louis Tan. Yeah, and, yeah but he, he, but he looks like Wei Sheng from Sleeping Dogs. And I feel like the writing was a little bit difficult too because they were a little bit torn between making it a solo story about Cole and a group team kind of story like Avengers or whatever, right? Like they were having a hard time making it a Captain America or making it an Avengers. And they went okay. with like a mix between both. Hold up now. I'm I'm looking yeah. at this guy's uh yeah. filmography now. Mm-hmm. Uh fucking Louis Tan. Deadpool 2. He was Shatterstar. Yep. That's magnificent. <sighs> he yep. was also in Den of Thieves, Sacrifice, Hangover Part 3, Olympus yep. Has Fallen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Well, he's done stunt Tokyo work. Drive. I know he's done stunt work before in the past, right? And, like, the, most of the people in the movie have done stunt work in the past, right? Because they're all, like, they have a martial arts. Yeah, he also looks like that one stunt guy that I've seen, uh, the one YouTube channel, Gameology. They have, like, these uh, expert react things, mm-hmm. and he's, like, and they have the one guy, and he's like a an oh, yeah. action star stuntman. He kind of looks like him, so I wonder yeah, if they used yeah. him as Maybe. well in that movie. That would Maybe. be cool. But uh, but yeah, man, and like and that's what I think is like is that they were torn with the writing about making it a story about solo story about Cole or a group story, and they were also like basically what I think it was is like again it was probably his first like in the spotlight main role, and you know like it's going to be tough, especially when you're playing the audience vehicle, which is a character who's supposed to be completely clueless about what's going on unless he's having it explained to him so that the audience is having it explained to them, right? Like, we wouldn't have learned what those marks were, like the the chosen symbol or whatever, if Jax didn't explain it to Cole. Right. You know, like, we wouldn't have learned that, but because Cole didn't know what was going on, he got it explained to him, which taught the audience, right? Speaking of hilarious symbolism... Oh I love God. how we all fucking immediately called the bracelet. Oh, 100%. Yep, all three of us at the beginning of the movie. The second we saw the bracelet, we're like calling it. It's going to have something so to do with saw... it. Yeah, just like, oh, his powers aren't unlocked yet. Whatever it is, it comes out of that fucking bracelet. That yeah, bracelet, bracelet is some guaranteed. fucking shit dick. Whatever the fuck. Going to be the bracelet. And all of a sudden, it unweaves and becomes bronze skin. Yeah, going to be the bracelet. Guaranteed, 100%. So yeah, like, then that was funny A bronze funny as version fuck. of Black Panther armor. That was funny as fuck. And, and honestly, like, I just loved, I loved the combat in the movie, I loved the fight choreography, I loved the characters, like, the development and everything like that. All three of us love the same character, and we're going to talk about him later. Like, you know, but so, we have... What's our... Yeah, second favorite, right? Yeah. Second <laughs> yeah. favorite characters. Isaac, we'll no. start with you. Well, yeah. Who was your second favorite character? Uh... It's a really hard one. It's, yeah. uh, it's between Sonya and Jax. Because yeah. Jax, Jax, the guy who played Jax did really uh, well. McCad Brooks. Play. His name is McCad Brooks. He played Jax really well. Because unlike, you know, what you said earlier, one of us has always picked Scorpion or Sub-Zero yeah. as the first character. Not me. I picked Jax because I thought Jax looked fucking badass and, and his fighting his big metal arms and it's like and it's like, it was like, they made him really, you know, as like a military muscular guy. And Deception yeah, I mean, too, with his muscular thing. fucking arms. That's and the game I, remember, I remember Deception, he would, there's a move where he would pull out a machine pull gun. And, <laughs> and, and I'm a person who loves guns, obviously, so yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. 
AK-47. When, when he would pull out the fucking gun and the deception. But Sonya, too. I remember too, just Sonya, doing, like, what? kick and then kick again. What was her name? Yeah, Jennifer? Whoever played Sonya, she did uh, really Jessica well, too. Jessica, Jessica McNamee. Jessica, yeah, Ma- did, Jessica McNamee. She did really well, too, as Sonya. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, they both killed their parts, but I think Sonya is probably... And they killed Jax. a lot of others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in my in Sonya, it, it's a close second, but it's Sonya. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. Like, and she was like Jessica McNamee. The funniest thing, Curtis, you were saying earlier about how some of them are Australian and British and everything else. And Sonya is a very American character. She is like fucking gung ho America type character, right? Like. Oh yeah, really and she's a very American. Not American. In the movie. And in the movie, she's American as fuck. She might as well have a Texas draw with it, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. But no, and she's Australian. She's 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 Australian. Yeah, that that blew our blew my mind. What blew my mind. And she yeah, is Australian. But I found out able... Andrew Lincoln was British, and he had the craziest British accent ever. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, talking like, "Hey, how's it going there? What's what are you doing today?" I'm oh. Hello there, governor. Oh. Going to go down to get some chips and fish, you know? Like it's fucking weird. Oh yeah, weird man. Exactly. I, I, but, yeah, that's that's so, a good choice, man. Sonya's a good choice. Jenk, how about you? Favorite mm. character or second favorite character? Solid second for me. It's very easy. Like I mean, I I'm not gonna pick Sub Zero or Scorpion. They were fucking amazing in this movie. Oh but yeah, definitely Jax. They're yeah, like but they're they're in this movie. They're more fleshed out than they've ever been in any other Mortal Kombat anything. Like oh, yeah. maybe the games they kind of get in their backstory very like you know like they touch on the lore and they kind of piece it together throughout but the series but I mean in this movie they like nailed them together like they fucking tied them together at the throat right which was amazing uh, but my favorite in this movie was Jax man like they did that boy well in this movie they did that man amazingly like the well, actor they did him extremely dirty and then they did him oh they did well. him dirty they did him dirty but that's the thing is that he they have to do him dirty because that's like what his character that's is right he has those robot arms because he gets his arms fucked up now he's had his arms fucked up four different ways now and this is my new favorite way like oh, you know like in the can- most canonically had yeah to do with Sub-Zero. most of them did yeah i think three out of four had to do with sub-zero one of them had to do with like a grenade or some shit the three out of four had to do with sub-zero and like but either way what it was is like he is amazing in this movie because dude straight up like goes up against sub-zero without flinching like you know like he sees this dude he's like fuck it i'm going for it and he fucking tries to fight him does his best and he he hasn't doesn't stand a chance man doesn't stand a chance. He knows in the first couple of seconds. Yeah, within he the first yeah. full shotgun blast and it does nothing because yeah. it's frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah, within yeah. a few within a few seconds, he already knew he lost that fight, but all he was doing was buying time and he like and and the fact of the the fact that that after he got like his arms, like his weak ass arms, like you yeah. know, like I'm gonna, I'm going to call him I'm going to call him his I'm going to call him his bender strong, arms. His strong hands. Take no, his strong they're his hand. bender they looked yeah. like his Bender arms. Yeah, his Bender, yeah, it looked like Bender. Like, Bender B. Rodriguez-style fucking, like, hands, like, you know? And, like, he got those, and he was all like, I'm weak, sauce and I can't do it. And I was like, man, he's gonna find the power inside himself, and he's gonna fucking, like, mom, he's gonna mom bust that shit. He's gonna be like, my baby's trapped under that bus, and lift the fucking bus up, right? And that's exactly yeah. what happened, man. I was like, fuck yeah, and it looked so cool, because they nailed the look of his arms in this movie. Like, they right. had, like... The before they when they were kind of in the Twiggy mode, I didn't really like them. 
I was like, right, I'm just like, I really hope they upgrade those I more well, I knew like, they would. really soon. Like, I knew they would, but, like, they didn't look they didn't look as realistic because it you could tell that there was no musculature or anything there to actually make them move, right? Like, right. when there's when there's the metal plating over them, you can imagine that there's a system of complex, like, levers and gears underneath it that allow the elbows to bend, but when it's just bone on bone and it's bending, you're like, that's really weird. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's it like did a, have a couple hydraulic shit. Yeah, a few little, anyway, yeah, a few little things, but it looked, yeah, but, but once it, but once it fucking beefed out and his, the, the one thing that I, the reason why he's my exact second is the fighting style. They nailed it. Like that actor slash the stunt people that were involved in that movie, they nailed Jax's fighting style because like Isaac said, his fighting style in those early games, he was a brawler. He, he <laughs> had those heavy handed, like overhand punches that like drove like the guy down. boxer style fucking. Yeah. He, he like down. like his shoulders were throwing into every punch, every punch. And in the movie, it was the same way. They nailed that fighting style. And even before he had his arms like taken off by Sub Zero when he was fighting like Sub Zero, he right. had that swing, man. Like that type of fucking like heavy-handed boxer I'm, beefy. Swing. I'm gonna throw it all into it. Yeah, yeah. So Hope for the best. So that's my second favorite, obviously. Now, Curtis, obviously. Like Kurt Isaac and I have picked some pretty, uh, pretty awesome characters. Who who would you pick if you had to pick somebody for your second favorite character? Cabal. Hey, there you go, there you go. Because he only had a little bit of screen time, but nice. It doesn't matter because it's finally screen time for the man, the myth, the underdog, fucking Cabal. Cabal yeah. is one of those underrated characters who everyone ha- who's played a decent amount of Mortal Kombat has known. Underrated. Played. Underrated. Yeah, people do. Yeah, people pass over Cabal, man. They're always like, not, 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 not Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11, Cabal is O. Isaac. P. Isaac. Has he ever been on the screen before? No, not, but he's still when, OP when he, Not even in the cartoons. Actually, was he in the cartoons? It, I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He's usually one of those characters who, even though everybody knows him, usually gets overlooked when you're like, name your favorite Mortal Kombat characters. But for me, he's always been a favorite. I love him. His super speed, his hook swords, his fucking gas mask that I'm pretty sure is just constantly pumping, burning cannabis into his fucking face. That's what I would do if I had that mask. Apparently, Why do you think his eyes are so red? Apparently, Cabal was in the Mortal Kombat uh, cartoon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that until literally well, just now. Defenders of Mortal Kombat, Defenders of the Realm. Well then. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. No. Interesting. But, so, he's still one of those little shown screen time characters, and in this movie, they gave him fucking solid screen time enough character development in that little tiny bit with another character we'll talk about in a second mm-hmm. fucking uh he was portrayed by two different actors actually for True. the action and the stunts and the actual physical movement of it it was daniel nelson <coughs> and for the voice of it it was australian actor damon harriman yeah when you told me that i thought it was awesome because the uh the uh the actor that's a voice actor who they chose to do the voice acting as an Australian, and the character has a heavy Brooklyn, New York accent. Exactly. Like a very, hey, very amazing. Hey, I know, maybe, I know a guy. I'm, I know a guy. <laughs> I may be able to get you in there. Yeah, I know someone. He's the one who put me in this fucking iron lawn. Oh my god! Seriously, dude. Like, and dude had he nailed his accent too, man. And the powers <laughs> when they showed Cabal's powers, 
Man. I shit myself. I was fucking like, they're actually going to go with that. They're not just going to be like, oh, he can just do hicks or hook swords and stuff. No, he's got his super speed. He's got his fucking basic teleportation type shit. His fucking spin arounds. He can fuck shit up. Yeah, he's insane in that. uh, um, He's he's absolutely insane in that. And that's a solid fucking choice for uh, for a second place character like to to enjoy. So we got... Obviously, we got Isaac, who's uh, giving the love to Sonya. You got, uh, you got me, who's punching Jax. in Jax. And you're... I got Cabal. You got Cabal, and right? It's um, time for... The reason we haven't said our fairest favorite is because all of us unanimously agree on this one. The character that literally broke his back carrying this movie. True. Oh, that's actually literally... That's very true. Kano. 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 There's no other character that we can say is the best character in that movie because not only Josh Lawson, Josh Lawson carried this movie more than any other actor in this movie, and that's not to say the other actors were by any stretch bad. You know, like they they there was some fantastic acting all around, but every scene he was in and every moment he was on the screen was gold. He was the immediate uh, comic relief, but he was also able to out or hold his own in fighting, hold his own in you know regular scene building. And in my personal opinion, they built more in his character in the first two minutes of his screen time than any of the previous thirty years of Mortal Kombat. You're not wrong it at all. Ever could? No, you're like, not wrong. Even stuff where he went back in time and met his younger self. This is better. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. right? I know, and what I found, what I found was really awesome about his character in this movie was that, um, like, basically, they a lot of people online are like, oh, he's, they're just doing that because Deadpool and blah blah blah, and it's like, no, like Kano was always supposed to be like portrayed in that kind of really clever, like fucking suave, but like a gross kind a, of like like gross, I'm an asshole. like absolutely uncouth, like no manners and shit. He was like, and he's an he's, asshole. An asshole. He was, he was a cunt. Yeah, and, and 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 like you know, and he's and that's oh, and his character. Yeah, no, no he was a cunt. But he, but anyway, but like it's like he was supposed to be one of those characters that you just like you know like that said shit whatever was on his mind and didn't really give a fuck who he pissed off and like you know, like they made him like that in this movie in an incredible way and the writing and the acting from Josh, like nailed it and t- hammered it home like from the moment he got his first introduction of i gotta take a piss you know to my oh, favorite yeah. to my favorite line you know like Liu kang comes walking up in the desert fucking comes over oh, yeah, puts, a, puts his hand out there's much to learn the fuck <laughs> just, the fuck the fuck doesn't even fucking know just what ab- to say man absolutely just, speechless <laughs> like, doesn't even fucking, but just the look on gets- his face like he's like He's like, why are you, like, it's a, like a mix of, why are you touching me? Who are you? Where are we? Why in the I'm actual, gonna kill you. Like, I'm going to kill you for touching me, and I'm interested in hearing what you have to say, all portrayed within, like, a microsecond. That just, like, sold exactly. it for me. You know? <laughs> like, I love it when he's just, like, already inside, uh, or when he's in Sony's house or whatever. Hey, by the way, your beer is shit, and you're all out. There's much to learn. The fuck? <laughs> But no, yeah, like love it. We just love and when Sonya yeets the knife into his leg, it's like, it's like you threw a knife at me, probably on purpose. 
That's probably on purpose. Yeah. Oh, man. But seriously, like, okay, I... And he and... just rips fucking Reptile's heart out. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. And, and like, the like the character, the, the, like, touching on Kano, like, he obviously had every, like, so many funny lines in that movie. There were moment after moment after moment of Kano. Like, Isaac, what was your, what was your, like, one of your favorite Kano moments? Like, you know, if you had to, like, kind of pick a moment where Kano was at his kano uh... When uh when when Reptile came in the first time and Cole was just like just sit tight. Oh, I was thinking about taking a fucking walk. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting chained, there chained yeah. up in the chair. Chained down, yeah. You stay there. Yeah, you sit tight. Really? What the fuck do you think I'm gonna do? Oh, oh my god, yes. No, it's yeah. it's seriously is it's seriously hilarious, man. Like and, and also and honestly, his uh yeah. his fight scene with fucking uh Liu Kang when they're training. And Luke King just keeps doing the low sweep. Oh, the low sweep. Oh my god, yes, that is such a throwback. And Do you that's... only know one fucking move? Yeah, Bush oh, does it again. Yeah, it does it again. And like, and that's one of the things that um, basically... Uh, um... I can't forget about where he juked it and he was just like, aha, ah, oh, fuck. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, uh, like, and so, yeah, it's just like, and when he rips fucking reptiles hard out... Like, it's like, holy fuck, dude. Like, that see, Like, it just, like, my jaw. Kind of wins. Oh, you fucking beauty. Yeah, oh, you fucking beauty. Fucking, like, oh, man. Like, but seriously, like, it was moment keep after it. moment. That was another thing I liked about this movie. They kept it true to the movie and, tr or sorry, true to the game series in terms of the quips and the move set and stuff like that. But none of it felt forced. Like, they never no. did anything like oh, he's here, he has to do it. It's like, no, he's fighting right now, and then that's something that he did. It's yeah, something absolutely. that they... And hey. they never just said the random words out of order. It's like, no. he said a flawless victory when he literally fucking ripped uh, Natara in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, and it, like and like fatality when uh, Liu Kang's dragon comes down and fucking like you know just well, like that was an actual fatality. From yeah, Liu that was King. like yeah, it was an actual fatality, right? And like and how they brought them into the combat arena, that was amazing too. Like how Raiden was like, all right, you're gonna be fucking bringing your fighters into Earthrealm. Well, I'm gonna send them to places in Earthrealm where they fight on even ground. You know, they're gonna be like, all right, I'm teleporting this bad guy and this good guy to this bridge. Fight. Yeah, exactly. they, they actually know, just didn't know those were actually some of those were actually Mortal Kombat arenas. Yeah, they were Deception, like arenas, where yeah. Jax was at. That was an actual area in Deception. I think it was also a nine. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think so. Yeah, where, and that's the they thing were is they were actually on that like, thing, and yeah. if you kick them off, it's a fucking a brutality where they land on a spike at the bottom of the thing. Yeah, no, that's a and classic one all the way classic, back. Classic, right? And. One. and and I love the fact that there are so many throwbacks to fans of the series, like in the in the movie, like you know the get over here, the fucking everything like that, like the, the even the and they didn't the, bullshit well, over try and do it or anything I, like that. It was literally just a really nice get over here. I know, right? And it, and it and it was predictable, and we knew it was coming. This is something that we all knew about. We were and we knew it was okay. coming, and it was predictable. But the Mortal Kombat like theme being done in like a cinematic way. Like we knew they I were gonna like we that. knew they were gonna like redo it in like a cinematic kind of way like in that kind of thing we called it early on in the movie immediately immediately yeah and so like and and they they put it in there and it was great it was awesome it sounded really good like this and like overall and they fucking and it, they played it immediately at a point where like the action was just like breaking it needed, but yeah. about to start and it was building up so it's just like you had the perfect opportunity of listening to it and just being like. 
Oh, 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 that's the song! That's the song! Yeah, psh, yeah. Psh, psh, psh. And, then and then they start fighting. Off. Yeah, then the craziness goes off, right? And so... Like, so while you're shitting yourself out, you know, hearing something that's so nostalgic, and then all of a sudden, in-your-face action. Yeah. I, I yeah. avoided my bowels in twice. It's true. Same. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And so, like, I, I agree. Um, fucking, basically, uh... The cinematography, the like the the special effects, everything in that movie was like just so amazingly well done that like... I'm not even mad about the fucking CGI on Goro. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, yeah. a but bit, it wasn't a little bad. bit, but not a lot. And it was only because of the lighting. I think it was just the lighting, and I think they just probably combination that. of lighting, practicality, and also the fact that they slice him the fuck up. So why face why face that? Exactly right. So, so I agree. It was probably one of those things where, like, um, it just it just wasn't in the script. Logistically, it wasn't logistically meant to be, and um, and so like that didn't really work out. But I mean, overall, the acting like that they chose the people who they chose for Kung Lao, Liu Kang, Kano, Sonya, Jax, um, Shang Tsung, like uh, like that fucking These are all flying flying, uh, flying lady, uh, Natara, Melina. Like Cabal, oh, like person. they, it was amazing. Like both, both people involved, like the the Reiko also, Reiko, whose literally Jesus. main thing was swing hammer and make faces, naming, name dropping, <laughs> name Nathan name dropping, Jones, name dropping Bo Raicho, like you know training under Master Bo Raicho, like name dropping him, like for the old OG oh, yeah. fans and stuff like that, like having like different shots of like you know uh, what is it like Ketsukan, and also mentioning that Kung Lao was both the ancestor and. Also, basically, uh, Liu Kang's cousin. Yeah, he was an a- ancient ancestor of the Kung Lao from the other Kung Lao game, but also Liu Kang's cousin. So that was awesome. They tied both of it together, like into a nice, neat little package, without exactly. any continuity yeah. issues. <laughs> and no, that was and so like frankly, like they did an amazing job with what they had. And if I know there are going to be people out there that are going to complain and stuff like that, but you literally cannot take exact what Mortal Kombat is and make that into a video game. Or the, a movie. the only, the, the only people that are complaining about the Mortal Kombat movie is the people who only play Mortal Kombat Nine and up. They don't. They didn't play anything else. Exactly, because they don't. Okay. So they're not. So they don't get the references, right? And they're, like they're, they're, so... they're, they're, the people that are complaining are the people that are just watching it, playing it for a trend, and nothing else. Yeah. yeah, and so and that's very true. That's very true. And so like I find that looking at this as like an OG fan, like as we all three of us are, like. Oh, they, they did not do this series dirty at all, and I can't wait. For did it I hope this does so well. I hope this movie blows the fuck up. If any of you buds are out there watching this, or listening to this, or whatever, right now, I highly go, suggest go if you can watch pay this to go movie. Watch it. Pay to go watch it because we want them to make the sequel because we know where it's going, and I want to see it go there. If you watch it on HBO Max, going. they'll record basically every time you that watch counts. it just so as, like do, a little be like I, so be count. like Isaac be like Isaac watch, watch it 10 times, times. <laughs> i've watched it 3 times and i'm about to watch it again tonight yeah, after this I'm, because I'm we're working. having so I'm, much fun yeah i'm working on but it. we're running slightly short on time here i think we could cram in really quickly in about 5 minutes what we can expect for the sequel because we all saw a whole bunch of stuff so excluding yeah. the fact that we're obviously going to get Johnny Cage what do you guys hope to see in the sequel I Easy. personally am hoping for Noob Cybot from uh, Sub-Zero. Bihan yeah. obviously dies at the end. I hope he gets transferred into Noob Cybot and he comes in. And you know you know that uh, Bihan's brother, well, I don't know how they're going to do that. It's going to have to be his ancestor because they set the movie so long afterwards. 
But I'm assuming right. that Bihan is his someone from his clan is obviously going to take the mantle of Sub Zero and right. come back Still to avenge on. to avenge the death of his brother, I... and he's probably going to blame the heroes for that and try to kill them for it. Or he might even team up with them as a I friendly. Think... He yes. might even be friendly with Hopefully Cole the... and that crew. I mean, that's what happened in every yeah. other sequel is the ancestor who he's actually takes cool up the mantle. He's like, listen, you know, I don't blame you for the cool, death of him. So... Yeah. So right. I think that's going to happen, but I think what and what my prediction hopefully that happens, is going to be so like that a way, crew gathering new, movie, where they like just gather of, more characters. Yeah, where they basically go around and they like the the basically the forces of Shao Kahn. We we see like Noob Saibot and other ones like like even right. Shao Kahn himself come down right. and try to stop the Earth Realm people from gathering the people preparing for. And the of tournament. course, Shang Tsung is still alive. And Shang Tsung's still alive. So like it's right. so basically like it'll be one of those things where. Um, they can take it and have it be a group gathering thing where they're where they're going around the world, traveling from place to place, gathering these heroes and these <clears throat> new champions like Johnny Cage and other people um, to yeah. fill out their roster of tournament fighters because they need to have a full roster of tournament fighters. And right now they're down a lot because as we saw in Sonya and Jax's little fucking room with all their shit, a lot of champions yeah. have been killed. You know, yeah. and K and Kano did a couple of the killings. So if one person kills multiple people with the not mark, to mention that Kano mark has himself, to go. Yeah, not to mention Kano himself is dead. Kung the, Lao is yeah, the dead. Mark, yeah, Again, the mark spoiler, moved to Sonya. Sorry, yeah. Whoops. And when Kung Lao dies, who the fuck did his mark go to? Right. So it had to oh, go yeah, to somebody. Nobody. nobody. Kung, Kung, Kung Lao died by fucking Shang Tsung. Yeah, so but that means his mark would be gone. Well, no, that means no, his, his mark soul. would move to some, his. No, his soul is his gone. But the mark would move to a new champion. Because no, there's the always mark, a champion. The only way, the only way the mark would move on is how they explained it in the movie. The only way the mark would move on is if he killed Percival's mark. So that's how Kano got his because he killed one of the champions. Yeah, but Shang Tsung already has a that's mark. That's how Sonya. That's how Sonya got his because hers because she killed Kano. Kano had it a mark. So it but if Shang Tsung already her. has a mark, though, like that's the thing is, if the champion the, the already has a mark, then it probably the mark is just gone then. But that's, I don't know, like that, because that the the, the tournament I mean, hasn't started yet, though, right? So that's what my theory is, because the tournament hasn't it's started one of two. yet. The champions aren't set until the tournament starts, right? So like I assume that when one of them dies, if one of them say has an accident in a car and gets their head chopped off, I'm, like the 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 mark would probably go to a new champion, whoever's the next best. It wouldn't go player. to the car. It wouldn't go to the car or the tree, <laughs> right? So like I assume Shang Tsung. I assume Shang Tsung already has a mark. I don't know. Right? It might go to the tree. Unless Shang Tsung is that how is, uh, Celestia like, came to be? Oh my God! You might not be wrong, but but yeah. We so like, find the tree that Paul Walker hit. Yeah. We. Oh my God! It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the best car driver on the face of the earth. Let's get it behind the. Let's get it behind the wheel of a Nissan right now. <laughs> but, Isaac. Yeah. Real quick, what are you hoping for in the sequel? Yeah, what do you hope in the sequel? Katana and Jade. We saw Katana's fucking fan blade, so we did. Katana and Jade to get at least so they're in there because they're she, sisters she, with Melina. Yeah, and they want they're gonna go. They're gonna try to get revenge for the sisters' for, murder, oh, but then yeah. they're gonna but then they're gonna realize they're on the wrong side. Yeah, like they do. You, yeah, you're probably not wrong, dude. Jade might well, not. The, if they got Jade in it, the... Jade might not, because Jade kind of always kind of was. Well, Jade. She in, follows in whoever. the recent movies. I guess later in, on. In the recent yeah, games, I guess later on she more decent. Yeah. 
What? Well, wasn't oh. that after Shao Kahn died? She kind of like started hanging out with like uh, Kotal Kahn or whatever. Well, that's the other like, thing. They chiller. also get intro- They also get introduced with Shao Kahn. So that's if true. All of this is to happen. That means all of this is to happen. Oh, so, man. but we'll yeah. all see when the next yeah. speculation and we're all excited and if you buds have any information or any comments or any like theories comment down below or comment wherever you find this hit us up on facebook or instagram and let us know your theories to exactly. like what you think on facebook or on instagram or on twitter you can comment on youtube you can go onto our discord check us out everywhere mm-hmm. and you can links below let us know what your uh thought process is but it's true we're running Extremely low on time now, so yeah. I have a quick bong hit right here. I have a quick bong hit right here. And then for the last time, let us smoke. Let us blaze it. The only time I have... Uh, uh, for, the fuck for up! <laughs> let's, just, let's just smoke uh, these bongs. Exactly. Toke, toke, skubok. Blaze it. All right, buds. Once again, I would like to thank you very much for joining along with this conversation with good buds Isaac and uh, myself and Curtis. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all your buds at home. And yeah, thanks, buds. Exactly. We'll roll one for the road, and we will see you next time on the Good Buds Podcast. Later, buds. Later, buds. I'm gonna take a fucking piss. <laughs>